Blog Talk Radio. Everybody can hear me, because I got some things to say. <laughs> I don't know to who or what, but motherfuck you. Uh, somebody, technology, the megahertz, blog talk radio staff, somebody catching a motherfuck, because how dare you. Anyway, uh, I'm glad to see we have a decent uh, queue, and... Cam is here. Cam, thanks for thanks for hanging hanging on uh, through all that. Um, so eventually, um, I don't know what happened. Just to, so I'm not holding anything from everybody. Anybody, um, it's just literally Gateway 504. Uh, timing out, timing out, timing out. Cleared the cookies for an hour. Cleared the cookies for 24 hours. Reset. Did the whole thing. Finally, the second attempt on Internet Explorer. Who the fuck uses Internet Explorer? Um, worked. So, I'm thankful for Internet Explorer. Thank you, Bill Gates, for, for your for your for your web browser. Um, so yeah, hopefully we'll get this figured out by next week because I don't want to have to use Internet Explorer, <laughs> you know, going forward. So we'll get that for worked anything. out. Thanks. Yeah. No. For for yes. For checking emails, even like I don't even want to do that. <laughs> Uh, but thanks everybody for for hanging in there. Uh, real quick, truncated edition. Let me go ahead and give out all the uh, pertinent information. Hit us up on the Constellation lines. Get in line. We'll talk to you before the show is over. Three four seven two zero two zero one zero three. Once again, that's three four seven two zero two zero one zero three. Drop us a voicemail if you can't call us live. Three minutes to. Uh, Express your opinion and ask all kinds of questions. 415-787-5229. Once again, that's 415-787-5229 for the voicemail. <clears throat> Hit us up on the email tip, East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. And uh, find the, sh- the show on Twitter at East Coast Cast. Find my personal Twitter, at TravLord. Find Cam, at Seahawk, at C-E-E-Hawk. And uh, the last bastion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook. The Facebook fan page can be found at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. Or just search East Coast Cast or PWTorch. You know how it works. So, Cam, let's get started. Where are we starting? Headlines, what's the, what's, what's the big thing coming out of the last week in wrestling? Yeah, I think we, um, you know, initially thought that NXT was looking at um, a two-hour live show every Wednesday on FS1, and we kind of talked about possibilities of that, um, you know, sports preempting and things like that. Come to find out, USA put up $50 million to have the same show, same length, same time slot, but on the USA Network. So Wednesday nights starting on September the 18th. NXT will be a two-hour live show on the USA Network um, starting in October, going head-to-head with AEW show on TNT. Which, in and of itself, 
the fact that it was a a legit full fledged bidding war, and then the folks she didn't think would win won. I didn't think USA was like, why would they get rid of SmackDown? I like, what? I don't, I don't, I do not understand any of this as far mm-hmm. as USA goes. Like, you had SmackDown, <laughs> you had an A run TV show with. 20 years of marketplace and all that, you know, all the jargon. Mm-hmm. Do you understand that part? Do you get, if you're a, UX, a USA exec, uh, do you get why you let SmackDown go and then spend a ton of money just to keep Raw and then spend a ton of money for uh, a critically acclaimed, but upstart and brand unfamiliar, you know, an unfamiliar brand in the marketplace. Do you, can, can, is there any kind of uh, explanation that you I could make? I think more like, WWE programming, but, you know, I feel like uh, Fox probably put up so much money for SmackDown, and USA can't put up the same amount of money. And you already have their bigger show. So, I mean, if they put up that much for NXT, um, of course it was presented to them that NXT, I'm sure WWE presented to them that NXT could do SmackDown numbers. Because that's what you do when you're selling something. So they might feel like they got something similar for a cheaper price. Yeah. And 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 maybe there's some insider, uh, you know, like a, a rest of someone at USA that's uh, maybe not a fan, but knows the what NXT, the, the what their potential. But they mm-hmm. also know Vince McMahon, and if it goes on USA, that may, that might all change, and it's a risk that they're willing to take. I don't, I don't know. I, I guess, I guess if you're if you're saying they really just couldn't afford Smack uh, to keep both Raw and SmackDown, I, I just, and and AEW wasn't, you know, when they made this deal, whatever a year and a half ago, when this start when this became public, and and you know. Signed contracts were signed and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was no AEW Wednesday night show about to happen. Yeah, exactly, so, exactly. So, I mean, you I, know, there's, I, and I'm sure WWE probably told them, like, you know, all of a sudden there is an audience for wrestling on Wednesday nights. We have an yeah. established brand. This is the way you mm-hmm. can compete directly with a network that you always compete with for ratings. You know. Yeah, it could be somebody seeing the potential, like, well, one way or the other, you know, wrestling fans are going to be on, are going to be watching TV on Wednesdays now, and mm-hmm. in, in, in relatively big numbers, and on and mainstream. remember that thing that we won 20 years ago? Remember that? Mm-hmm. Like, we have the opportunity to do the same thing, to create the same, you know, the same big market feel, the same big competition feel. People are going back and forth between these shows, and um, that means we're going to pay extra extra attention to this, and it's going to help you in the long run. Like, oh, yeah, I'm sure they sold them on that nostalgia because, I mean, people in charge, if they haven't been there for 20 years, they've been probably in a similar place or have an idea about what ratings were like back then. Um, so, yeah, or they live through that competition. That's also mm-hmm. possible. Yeah, people that were kid or young, kids or young adults when, when you know, twenty years ago, twenty five years ago. Mm-hmm. So. 
Um, yeah, interesting. Uh, I, I guess, I guess that all makes sense. Everything you you said from a USA perspective, uh, the argument you make for them, like, like okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess I just, um, yeah. There's probably, I mean, there's just obviously there's a lot more than obviously we don't know, uh, but. I, I really would like to know the conversation and the, the angles certain sides took. You know, like, was it USA realizing when AEW came on the scene, when TNT got back in the wrestling game, ah, oh, shit, maybe we didn't want to go, you know, half, you know, what we've been, uh, you know, we halved our wrestling, or not halved it, but you know, we gave up two of the five hours we had. Mm-hmm. Like, hmm, can we get those two back? And like, yeah, like you said, and, and at a cheaper yeah. thing. And we'll see how USA treats NXT. I'm not that I think they're going to treat them bad. It's a WWE property, and they they, they wouldn't <laughs> WWE wouldn't allow them to be you know handled and mismanaged or anything like that. But. I I really want to know. I want to. I'm familiar. I'm I'm interested in the uh, confidence level I mean, and the excitement level of USA for NXT. Yeah. Like, well, this we're is not, not really NXT. telling the whole story though. Like, okay. we say that they had, you know, five hours of WWE programming. I think if we're being genuine, they had seven hours of WWE programming because there was Raw, there was SmackDown, and then there was Miz and Mrs. And there was Stone Cold Show. So they're, you know, they're pretty well invested in the WWE family. Um, I don't think Chrisley's coming back. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I, I, I feel like that probably played a part in all of this. Like, hey, all of a sudden, here's programming that you, we don't think you're going to get back. So here's a thing that you don't have to seek out. It's a thing that we have for you. We know we're the highest rated shows on your network. Here's more of that at a cheaper price. Yeah. Yeah, USA could be going, uh, not kicking themselves that they gave us SmackDown, but going, this turns out to be the best. We're about to have the same, <laughs> the same thing we mm-hmm. had for 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 a bit. And if things heat up because of competition, and that just brings more eyeballs. And I mean, there's also that. Hey, we have the hottest wrestling show on the internet. You know the internet. That thing stealing all our all your viewers away. We have the the best wrestling show on that. The wrestling show that most people watch on that. We can bring that to your television. Yeah. Get the do guys you in marketing think, were working overtime. Do you think? Do you think? The, okay, the obvious question before we even get in it. Does is is NXT the same show? Beyond it's well no, it's a two hour show. But NXT, does NXT just go from being NXT expanded to oh this is this is now WWE NXT. I mean it's so hard to say. Like it's literally like we say it's an hour show. NXT has ads in it. You know what I mean? Like NXT is probably realistically a a 44-minute show, like most hour-long shows are. So there are so many people down there. Um, 
that I feel like they could do two NXTs and it work, but it's, it can't be the same show, Travis. Like, it really can't. Like, that one hour is typically, what, three, four matches. You get a couple of promos. You get a lot of WWE Network ads, which will be replaced by regular commercials, but I, I don't think it can be the same. I think that the people who stand out can still do that, but I think if I had to go one way or another, it's going to be a lot more like a SmackDown than it is like an NXT. With the biggest difference being um, production value is going to go up because there's more money behind it. Um, yeah. and, and I think that, I don't know. I feel like more vignettes is probably a good thing, but it's also less NXT-like. Um I mean, my short answer is I don't see it being the same show. Is it I still hope Triple it H's show? Change its identity, though. Uh, and that leads to yeah, my question is: It still Triple H's show? Um, I think until fully and wholly. I'm gonna say yes because you know, the same day or the same week that we get the NXT release, we get the names of all eight XFL teams. You know, that's a good point. So, damn, that's you a know, good, um, good hopefully, you know, that's kind of where the focus is on, uh, where the focus is on Vince's side, and it's Triple H's until, um, it it's, gets to, hopefully everything goes right and it stays that way. Um, I don't mm-hmm. see Vince McMahon really getting hands-on until somebody starts to complain about a rating. Two more. Uh, does it stay primarily in in full sale? Yeah, I mean that that's how they're advertising it. So I mean they've had an issue so USA is okay with, with their traveling shows, you know. So I think for at least I don't know six months to a year, I, I do think it stays in full sale. Yeah, because I just wonder how how interested three months in. USA is having this, you know, 2,200, I don't know how many people fit in that. Well, full I mean, also the appeal of that is, like, you got to remember, like, Impact was doing somewhere near a million, giving out free seats in a building they couldn't fill up. You know, like, people are, yeah. people are going to full sale willingly. They they want to be there. They show the emails that they get from there. Like they're really into what they're seeing. And so mm-hmm. even if it's twenty two hundred people, it's twenty two hundred people all invested in what they're seeing. And I think that's going to play well. You're not going to get what chance. You're not going to get boring chance. Like this is unless something's boring. Environment, but, but that goes to your point. You're not going to get boring chance. Yeah, like like they they are focused and interested and invested in that product and those people. So I think as long as that plays the way we see it, I think it's going to stay at, at full sale. And, and USA will, and, won't have a problem with, with the optics of it. Okay. And, and does USA... Even if it stays in full sale and they build it yeah. out a little bit, WWE yeah. is way more capable of making it making that 2,200 people look involved than like a TNA ever would have been. And again, this isn't me bagging on TNA. This is the closest that I can compare it to size-wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. It's just just how it was. Uh, And is USA going to let 
NXT's production crew come up and do the thing, or are they going to say, no, we want Kevin Dunn and people we're familiar to? And is that even USA's call? And if it isn't, does WWE allow I the think NXT it, I think it starts off with what they've been providing. I, I really do. Um, and it's not until... like a, You know what? Until... AEW's been on for a month. I think that's the earliest we see any changes uh, in who's running it. Um, that's the earliest we see that. Um, I think it's the people that we've seen behind the scenes, the people Triple H has in place until AEW is there for a month and AEW's numbers look different than NXT's. What about on TV? What's the what's the big story happening coming out of television? Um, so if it's a month from now, I haven't I haven't looked at uh, a whole lot of NXT spoilers. Um, oh no no no! But I, I just know meant that outside of NXT, I meant the last week of TV. But oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant <laughs> once we get there. Um, the biggest story: um, Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman tag team champions, with Braun Strowman clearly. Uh, wanting a shot at the Universal title. Um, I think that, along with uh, Sasha Banks, very clearly, uh, you know, establishing herself as uh, female heel number one against all parties, I think would be number two. And then, um, you know, Kofi Kingston really showing that edge against Randy Orton and the Who Done It revealed it's an old guy who looks just like Rowan. So those those would be my four things. Okay, let's go backwards. Is that that has to be a joke, right? That's them trying to get There's out. There's gotta of be more to it. It's too cute. An right attempted now. attempted vehicular homicide charge. Yeah. Like why didn't my first thing was like why didn't Roman try to kill that guy? Like he he was like Batman. Batman always was, beats up the, the the goons for clues worse than he beats up the actual bad guy. Oh well, my thought was he he sat there with that thing over his face for two hours. <laughs> yeah, hot here, man. You know, like yeah, it, it just was it was all stupid. I thought that that the, the leading him like it was dumb. Like who would do that? Like for what? Like are you? It just doesn't make any sense. Are you offering yourself up for, again, attempted vehicular uh, something? Yes. Or or whatever you did when you pushed the thing on him, pushed the the scaffolding on him. I mean, it's all kinds of assault charges. Why would you just sit there in this room with a towel over your face for two hours, old man? Like, what, what are you doing? Like I just was stupid. Just and again that thing where it's like, oh, it's eight fifty nine, you know. Let's go back for the last. You know, and it's just too showy, phony, baloney kind of bullshit. <laughs> you know, like it was like that with Reigns when he went when he went when they had that last segment segment uh, a couple of weeks ago and he went you know went in the locker room and uh, confronted Buddy Murphy. 
just conveniently with uh, Brian and Rowan in the ring, you know, after winning a match, it's just like, come on, y'all, I'm like, don't make it just so just. But any, but beyond that, it was just stupid with the old man and the beard. It's just like, uh, unless they yeah. just go, yeah, no, it was an accident. Uh, I didn't, I didn't mean to. I have nothing against. I don't even know who Roman Reigns is. I worked, I work in whatever arena they were in three weeks ago, a month ago when it first happened. Uh, but what, <laughs> that doesn't make sense. A week later, you're in the next arena, though. So it's it's, I, it's I'm having trouble explaining. Uh, trying to write write out of this. So I, yeah. I don't know. It's stupid. It's stupid. It's dumb. Yes. <laughs> but I'll yeah, give I, them. I don't, I don't have. But I'll give them. I'll give adjust there. You know, I, I'll give them. Uh, I'll give them benefit of the doubt, and you know we want to keep watching, obviously. But I just keep holding on to Brian wouldn't be a part of something just dumb and fucking, you know, as dumb as Team as Hell No was. You know, Brian was didn't have a ton of main event power back then, and you know it also turned out to be something great and whatever. But this is just too high profile to to, to be so corny and trash. And I, yeah. would, I would think he'd go, nah, this. Mm-mm. So I'm holding on to hope that it that they've got something that this is all the confusion that we're feeling now, and the fact that we're like, oh, this is stupid. This is all a part of the psychology of the story that they're telling. <laughs> I'll talk myself into that for the next week. Yeah, I do think they're doing a better job than they did. You know, a generation ago when Raw and SmackDown were essentially the same show before they went to the brand split in 02 of of carrying over the storylines, the top storyline or two maybe, without it feeling like a, a just raw light or replay, you know, kind yeah. of bullshit. So, yeah. All right, let's. Uh, yeah, so anything else else out of TV? That's uh, that's a big deal. Oh, you have four things. I think we just talked about the one. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, again, Kofi kind of showing that edge against Randy Orton. I, I thought that I think the emotion in that feud is really, really good. I think they're yeah, relying the, the, a bit. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're telling a bit just too much on like deal. the stupid thing. I think, like, uh, it was a cool callback to me when it happened in the first match they had after Kofi was champion. Um, I thought it was cool how it played into the first part, but I think using that as, like, the crux catchphrase of the feud eh, doesn't really work for me, and probably because the crowd chanted it at Kofi in Canada. Like, I don't think that's what you want to happen with the babyface. Right. So after um, that, it's like, you know what, let's stop this because we don't want this catching on. Not that he even, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. The is very good between the two of them, though. like very good. Um, and and they're just pouring the heat on Orton and now on on um, the damn revival, where it's yeah. like, oh, you know, where you know you're just sitting there at the end of the segment, just like, you know, like fucking hell. But you know, you wouldn't get. It wouldn't you wouldn't get those happy moments if you didn't get to have to go through, you know, this kind of bullshit. So exactly. it was just good. They're just pouring the heat on the heels 
and I like two weeks in a row that 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 Orton and them got him. It's just an escalation, you know. You would think New Day, New Day, you know, thought they thought, but uh, but they didn't, but they didn't, they didn't plan quite right. So it's uh, yep. So a couple weeks out from, you know, what's the next show? Is that Night of Champions? Uh, Night of Champions. Yeah, so weeks out from that, I think the the pacing is good because we got whatever three weeks, three more shows, probably. Uh, so Kofi and them got certainly got enough time to get there, to get him get him back, and all that kind of stuff. So. Mhm. And uh, where we are, the things. Which they drive? Where we are, there. Your, your okay. Other yeah, um, Sasha Banks. I thought I was afraid that Sasha Banks was going to get on there and say way too much, um, because when they get Sasha a lot to say, she says it like this, and the words kind of get jumbled up, and that's the attitude. And they just had her come on there and and say something slick and walk off. I thought it was great. Doesn't my hair look great and blue? Everybody and is talking. Off. I thought it was great. Yeah, yeah. everybody um, is talking. You're right, Cole. My hair, Sasha went blue. Like, bitch, ain't nobody talking about this. Well, they are, but, you know. Still. And it's funny because we all work. But, uh, yeah, yeah. but, no, yeah, I think that the edge they're giving her coming back, I think that's going to be really good. Um, I like that they're slow playing it. Um, but, yeah, I think that's going to be special. Um, did, did they even – did they ask Becky or, – or, or, I'm sorry, did they ask Bailey on SmackDown – no, nope. your thoughts on shot? Okay, so we still got Which that. Which was to also play. good. Um, I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Bailey Charlotte, I like, I like that so far. Um, <gasps> Sam, did she shove where... Charlotte out the chair? <laughs> sure did. Like, I, they're doing oh that thing my where God, like, I, yep. there's a pretty good balance of winning and losing, and why Charlotte feels like she would be a better champion. Like, there's reasons for that, and I'm like, okay, I get it. Um, but and Bailey's like. I'm going to win. I'm going to beat you. And that's what this is about. Like, it's good. Um, even though, like, again, Alexa Bliss should not be hosting shows. She's best when she's talking directly to her opponent or about her opponent, not when she's playing, uh, you know, variety show star to somebody else's issue. I don't like her in that in that space at all. Um, yeah, and they've got yeah, Nikki Cross just completely. I mean, I'm not gonna say out of character. I mean, so far, I mean, we have I, we haven't seen. You know, this is new from her. Like, just her with the the coffee and, you know, her her not and really. Alexa taking taking the sips of the coffee at the same time. Like, I, I'm confused. Are y'all trying to go for? Are y'all are y'all y'all seem like bad guys, <laughs> but y'all keep doing these things that I'm like, oh, that was cute, you know, like, so I, I, I'm, I'm a little torn between those, with those two, so, yeah, and Alexa, you're right, she's just better when she's doing wrestling stuff and not hosting a show, that's, that's, uh, not her strongest strongest point. And and no. typically they're they're usually pretty good with the talk shows that don't work. 
and the ones that do. Like it's pre- it's because the audience lets you know right away like what works and what doesn't. But I think they're determined with Alexa Bliss uh, to have her in segments, and and they can't all be just her cutting a promo on her opponent or reacting to her something her opponent did or said. <clears throat> uh, they want her in in the mix with other stuff, but. You know, like the peep show that you didn't get a bun- overabundance of the fucking peep show because it was like, eh, this ain't working. Like Christian is great, but not necessarily in this capacity. Like it doesn't work for everybody. Yeah. And the the Miz it works for because he's a natural, and that makes that makes sense. Why? Whatever. Six eight years in, Miz TV is a is a staple on on WWE television. But a moment yeah. of bliss is. Should be scrapped, or at least few and far between. There's no need to have two a moment of blisses a month. No, absolutely not. Even if it's across eight shows. So okay, uh, was there a final one, or was that? Oh uh, yeah, again, um, yeah, Strowman and Rollins. Strowman and Rollins. Rollins. How? <laughs> so they're hitting. How do they get a title shot? Super hard. Nah, I don't care about that. They're hitting. They're hitting the 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 Strowman stuff. Just you know, like subtlety. She ain't with this. Yeah, dog. I want that title. (laughs) I want that title, dog. I even I like Seth's exasperated reactions. Like, fam, we've been through this. Yeah. Like I want to get like I'm not ducking you like let's just and they haven't you know it'd be it'd be one thing if they've given it a couple of weeks to breathe and Seth's like uh, you know you know being maybe wishy washy but like fam he won the title like a week ago like you'll get yours you wasn't all fucking licking your chops to get it Lesnar you little bitch ass like that's what I'd have told him like no, where funny. was this energy where was this energy when Lesnar was the fucking champion you wait till I take it off of him and all of a sudden. You get you get eyes for the universal title again. Fuck out of here. I got yeah, hope that comes playing up with, eventually. Playing with Lashley, having a ball. Mm-hmm. So, all right, all right. Let's. Uh, let's hey Travis, remember things. that crazy yeah. spot when uh, Bobby Lashley uh, and Braun Strowman went through that wall, and we were like, "Wow, look at this cool moment of wrestling." I wonder if more of this is going to happen, and then it didn't. Mm, that's right. Like, oh shit, look at the Paul Heyman influence or rare vision, you know, all the all the stuff that came from that show. Everybody, we all thought. <laughs> oh man, this raw just felt different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it had a different tone and feel to it. Attitude everybody. It's like, man, let's uh Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's let's head to the phone lines. Talk to some folks. Three four seven two zero two, zero one zero three is how you reach out. Let's uh, let's head to Brooklyn. We ain't talked to Mike in a couple weeks. Let's uh, bring him on. Mike, what's going on? What up? <clears throat> Trash. What's going on, fellas? Can you hear me? Oh yeah, yeah you good. good with you, man. All right, all right, fellas. Yeah, it feel good to be back home at the East Coast. You know, sick stomach flu for tore your boy up. Damn. Well, um, it seems like I jumped right. Yeah, man. It seems like I jumped back in feet first at the right fucking time. Like, 
you know, I'm I'm going reverse like you guys did and start with what you guys were lastly talking about, um, the Braun, um, Seth thing. Like, if you guys ain't noticed, like, that's Paul Heyman written all over it because I believe he did that before in uh, ECW. I believe it was with Sam, either Sam and a tag, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. It was like an unlikely tag partner, and the other one wanted the other one single, single type, if I'm not mistaken. I believe it was around the time of, I'm not sure, don't quote me, but I think it might be around the time when um, Saz was chasing uh, um, Shane Douglas. And I believe he and Candido became like, or band, one of them became like unlikely partners or something like that. So I could see. We've seen um, this. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I but guess I that's uh, early. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, Mike, we even, um, and I understand you're relating it to, to Paul Heyman exactly, but we even, um, on the Torch IG, I was like, you know, what's your favorite kind of odd couple tag team? And the two examples I gave were Rock and Mankind and uh, Team Hell No. And, you know, people were throwing out Owen and Yokozuna and, uh, you know, Austin Triple H. Uh, yeah. I think even Austin do love Austin HBK. Like there were there were a bunch of them. So yeah, but yeah, this is definitely something and I got that one Heyman that done people, in that top title picture. Yeah. Yep. Right, and I got one that people wouldn't probably think that was an all couple, but it actually was, and that's the Holly Cups. because they weren't expected to win. Remember, their gimmick was fighting, whipping each other's asses. Oh yeah, Crash Bar- and Hardcore and Crash Holly. Yeah, that was their gimmick until. I don't know, I think it was something that happened with, uh, you know, um, Rocket Sock Connection to the point where Foley didn't want to tag in on, you know, with Rock, and they end up um, winning the titles, the Holly Cousins. That's who beat um, them Rock for the Sock. titles? I believe so. Wow. I believe so. One of their title wins, because I think they had it a couple times, maybe two times, Rock and Sock Connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but to jump back the in the, point you know, in the modern Sox day stuff. They only lasted. They were only together a couple of weeks, but but here we are, twenty years later, still talking about them. Yeah, like, I, I mean, can't sporadic, yeah. You know what? This is WWE nineteen ninety nine two thousand. They they could have had six title reigns in six weeks. Right, six title <laughs> like, reigns in five two weeks. In, you know, in less than two months or whatever that they were to, uh, a, a thing on TV. Like nineteen ninety nine. Or two thousand. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, but I see um Gallon Gallows and Anderson getting it back from them due to something, some malfunction. And that believes for the title know. match. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel the same way. Yeah, I see them getting it back because if you look mm-hmm. at it, they like to me they were setting up. You know, down the line, Gallows and Andersons against the the Highlanders. I mean, um, War Raiders or whatever they want to be called. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, that, that that was looked like it was going to be the perennial tag feud. And actually, if you go back a couple months on Raw, they actually had a damn good match. Although they, you know, I think uh, Gallows and Anderson got squashed at the time because they, you know, wasn't was sure yeah, about yeah. signing. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, as far as the, um, you know, NXT moved to USA. I think I think it's a big fucking deal. But also, really? there's a lot of side effects to that, too. 
that, you know, you, you ponder. Does NXT lose that quote-unquote cool factor? Being on a, yeah, you know me, what I mean? Being but, on the biggest Mike, beyond, beyond, like, what we would think of as, like, fans and just our entertainment, and I think we, we, we get an email, maybe Jabron or somebody asked about this uh, in one of the emails, but, like, how does this affect subscriptions? Like, some people right. have... You know, like beyond outside of pay per views, like yeah, yeah, sure, pay per views every month and whatever. But I need my my need my NXT, and it's like, yeah. uh, you, you know, don't don't don't. <laughs> all of a sudden, people are going to realize, oh shit, who uh, NXT's been on Hulu since 2014. Mm, yeah. Even take even well, takeovers. Like I don't even necessarily yeah. need the network, even though it'll be on the network the next day. It's like, well, yeah. So I yeah. just don't know how this on- is going to affect uh, people's uh, subscription, the churn rate or whatever they call it. Right. But I, I think I believe you know the bulk of people. I mean, at first I think it'll be head to head stalemate, but I think after you know the bulk of people, you know, depending on what kind of show we get from AEW. You know, if it's compelling and we gripping on and holding on every week to see what you know what they're gonna do next. I mean, the obvious choice would be I'm gonna watch AEW and I can see NXT the next day on you know the network because they're gonna post it. You know, they're gonna put it up. Oh shit! Yeah. Yeah. So the majority of fans, you know, like and hindsight, they might be they might be doing a disservice to their own self. You know what I'm saying? We'll see. Well, okay, so I think this might be a USA thing. USA may be getting ahead of the curve here because, like, I was watching uh, I watched this YouTube channel called The Popcast, and they do mainly because or they got brought to my knowledge because they do reviews of the Orville, and they pay a lot of attention to the Orville on Fox. Yeah, and the Orville got renewed for a third season. Then the news came out like, "Oh, it's going to be a Hulu exclusive show now." And so the podcast did this a video a week or so ago about why this is like good for consumers and good for Orville fans. Like they said, he talked about how this has always been. A streaming and the and the producers, the Fox folks, and then the producers on the show. Go, yes, this is a great show. It does great numbers. It's a great streaming show, <laughs> right? So it's a it just has that built-in streaming audience, and right. it's also a show that's that's binge-worthy that you don't have to watch that you can watch every three weeks because it's you know just because that's how some people's binging habits are some people will wait three months and watch the whole series you know at once 12 14 13 whatever episodes at once uh you know some we will watch week to week and but i'm what i'm saying is they gave credit to fox getting out of the because fox's fox's um God damn it! What am I trying to say? They're uh, with it going forward. It's about live sports and news. They're counting on right. scripted TV less and less. So it's going to be live sports, news, and reality show bullshit. So right. they're crediting Fox getting ahead of the curve, curve by uh, 
you know, acknowledging, you know, that, uh, you know, just really acknowledging streaming is the future. And if this is USA's attempt to, to kind of, uh, get in on that, I don't know. I don't really know what I'm saying. Yeah, to come to the party, I get what you, yeah, I mean, you fit, you, you, well, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I think what you're getting at, and you know if that's their temper doing that, like they're on par with everything else, you know, around them that's going that same route. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's what you're trying to get at. And also another, um, you know, another exhibit of NXT moving to, you know what I mean, USA. Like the thing that made us enjoy NXT and makes us love NXT or enjoy NXT is that NXT is is I mean it's within the un quote unquote universe but it's also an island within you know in itself in of itself you know as far as the people they have their characters me personally I I mean I would like a little crossover you know perhaps the Ricochet coming back or a crossover with something with the OC and undisputed era. But me, I'm not a big I'm not big on wanting or having to see Roman Reigns on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, or stuff like I I don't want to see that. Like get them dudes you know room to breathe. Let them you know be their own. But of course, I mean like it's just invent. Like it's I say <laughs> like you guys say within the, within the first ninety days to six months with them. You know, seeing something and not rearranging it. And also a part of the cool factor is full sale. Like, to me, um, what might be the kiss of death is, I mean, unless, you know, NXT, you know, start getting hotter than, I mean, get hotter than fish grease on USA. But the kiss of death will be to move them, you know, to a big arena, you know, trying to chase behind AEW. My thing is, if you do that, Will NXT now become the new 205 Live? Like putting them in the bigger arena? Like it's a whole lot of things, you know, concerns with that. Well, well, I mean, like Cam said, most likely the, for the first six months at least they're going to be in full sale because the the demand for them other places, and even if they start getting demand other places, can they dress up five five thousand maybe seat arenas and rooms? To look as good as they, as full sale, their permanent, you know, their spot that they, you know, that they do their TV right. from every week. Um, so that might that might be enough to keep them keep them in full sale uh, week to week. My thing is, I, I th- another thing you have to think about is, does that full sale crowd start to change? Because yeah. we remember what that damn impact crowd was like. A bunch mm-hmm. of fucking assholes, entitled, spoiled, you know, and a lot, like everything at once they were. Yeah. And, and a lot of it was burning the crowd out. So, uh, luckily, I think what they, the advantage NXT has, well, they're be- <clears throat> a better product. They have better, better stars, better creative. Um, <laughs> certainly a better culture, you know, of, of winning, like they say, you know, with uh, sports teams. 
there's a culture of winning in NXT that they just never had in at, at TNA. Right. Um, yeah. But I'm going on record. You know, I listen to Brian Alvarez also, and I do agree with him with this factor. I'm I, I would say in the next 24 months, the landscape of TNA, ROH, these companies change because if you go. And you look at the picture that they posted of the uh, what was it the Super Summer card at ROH? It was fucking dismal. It was embarrassing. Yeah, it, I've it seen was the picture. It was not good. Did you see it, Oh my god! Oh my god! Of the crowd, uh-huh. of the attendance, they might have had like the ringside full, but the rest of the fucking built. Oh my god, Travis. It looked at like a fucking bomb scare me. Wow. Like, yeah, and it's like, I don't understand this shit. And this is and at you a got a conglomerate, like, show? Sinclair. Yeah, it was the summer, it was, what, what, what is it, the Super Summer Carter? It was their showing, it was their summer show in Toronto, the weekend, you know, SummerSlam. Oh, yeah. They oh, did okay. a show in Toronto, and the fucking place was... It was so empty, like you could bounce a basketball through it. That's how empty it was. And then you got um, TNA on the fucking uh, outdoor network or whatever fucking channel they is. It's like, how do these companies survive over the next 24 months? With these two big titans going at it, you got uh, MLW coming up, and now they got, um, you know, they're getting coverage in the UK and. You know what I'm saying? I think in Japan, you know what I mean? It's like they're like the third brand. Then you got Billy yeah. Corgan starting tapings for like NWA and all yeah, this other shit. But it's, I don't know. We've we've I, we've been here. There's barely room for a number two. And right. and I, I don't. I just don't. Those those folks are going to be. They'll be technically number three or four or whatever. But but they won't. They won't matter. It'll be. No, WWE, WWE, WWE main roster, AEW, and NXT. That's NXT, and of course yeah. people are going to pay attention to it. MLW is going to have its fans because they have their fans now and Ring of Honor and stuff. But the ball, <laughs> I don't know unless something big happens, we're not going to be talking about MLW unless you know. So uh, yeah. what's your name? De La Renta just gets so hot as a character that we just have to start talking about what's happening on the network. On MLW, I on don't a, know. At least semi-weekly yeah. basis. I don't know why nobody's went after this girl yet. I have Probably no idea. Damn smart. Know. You're not gonna be able to bring Nobody some 22-year-old, yeah. you know, smoking hot, marketable woman in, and she's gonna like not be your fucking just, you know, do what you said. She's like, no, 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 no. Here are my ideas, and here's why my ideas will work. Right, but I think in hindsight, with all this history. shit happening, I think the cats that's like on their way out of ROH and you know with a little bit of time left in their contracts and things of that nature, I think it benefits like those guys the most because, and I'm just thinking within the next 24 months, those two companies you no longer will exist, ROH and Impact. I believe uh, they'll get bought out. I don't. 
that's a little much. That's a little far. I wouldn't. I don't want to go that far, uh, especially with Impact. I mean, come on. I've personally spelled their demise at least four times in the last twelve years. <laughs> you know, and they've held on tighter than Mark. So yeah, they uh, have. Well, like thing, I mean, now. it doesn't take doesn't take much as we've seen to keep a company together, at least a, a shell of a company. Absolutely not. So. But I have like no reason to think these folks are going to go anywhere. Yeah, most of the time. Other talent I mean, people are going to want to wrestle, Mike. That's right. the thing. It's always, that's, instance, unfortunately, there's always somebody right behind you. It's a matter of the quality of that person right. or, or the act take of that talent. Instance, but, and I'm not saying he's a big dude, you know, or he's one of the greatest, but take, for instance, a Johnny, whatever his name is, Impact or Johnny Nitro or whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah. He's gone. So you don't think his wife won't be soon to follow behind him? Like you said, there's more people want to come up, unknowns, like unknowns to become known. But Where is he on, on from? He's, um, his contract is done. Yeah. He's with his contract okay. is done with Impact. He's no longer in Impact. LAX, they did the big send-off for them on their last um, TV show. I saw it on YouTube. So, And from, you know, what's being said, it's like pretty much like, AEW is, you know what I mean, is the destination for them, for those guys. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got um the other kid, Killer Kevin Cross. He he wants out. They just released his girlfriend, the, um, the hot blonde. Uh, what, what what's her name? Uh, the Smoke Girl. Oh, Bordeaux. What's this girl's name. Yeah, they released her. So Charlotte I would. It wouldn't be. No. It wouldn't be who me to, to see her in that. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be remiss to see her in that uh, casino battle royale. Like it wouldn't, like it, that wouldn't be too shocking to see her in that. Because team, I mean, uh, AW they don't have twenty one women under contract, so hmm. like it wouldn't be some, yeah, like that would that wouldn't be moved to see her. And then you know the big catch. I think the big one when her contract comes up, I swear to God, like, it's fucking Tessa Blanchard. She's going to have so much fucking money way that up. Yeah, her contract is finally up. Absolutely. Good. She's going to have, she's, she's going to be going, one of the hottest only, fucking... But she's a reason to watch WoW. Absolutely. Like trying to beat people's fathers up. <laughs> yeah, I believe she's going to, like, she's going to, like, she might break the bank as far as, like, Women's, you know, women contracting. I'm not saying break it. I'm not saying to the scale of Ronda Rousey trap. Of course not. That's. I'm not saying to the scales of Ronda Rousey trap. But if she could stay healthy and she could keep performing like the way she performing, you know, AEW is hot for her. And whatever they're hot for, you know, WWE is going to try to triple in value with the, you know, what they're probably. Willing but to WWE's pay had, so. their, had, their, had, their, had a shot at her, uh, you know, forever. You would assume the last four or five years that she's, yeah, passed on her every time. For, passed for on her. Brian Cage, same thing. So passed I don't know because AEW comes in and says, here's here's a half a million dollars a year. WWE's going to swoop in and like, well, here's seven fifty. Like for somebody that they turned down just times already. Right. I mean. Prime time example, they turned look how many times they turned the bucks and K down. So they knew you know what I mean? So they got themselves 
over hot enough, was, and then they, 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 were, that they were starting they a promotion. The yeah, yeah, yeah. They saw the promotion about to start. <laughs> so yeah. that's a little bit different than, than you know, a test. Because I, I heard the offer. I heard the offer for Omega was 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 top level WWE main event of money, like top level money, and he turned it down. We talking like Roman Reigns money? I heard it was it was in those in those neighborhoods, like maybe a little higher than even, even AJ. And those the, guys. Yeah, I was about to say even if it's on Kenny the level Omega. Of, of your typical. Uh, wow. I'm, I'm sure turned I knew it down. That. A year or two ago, but just to hear that, yeah. Hey, Mike, real, uh, give us, give us, uh, give us a, a question or comment that you want to your, your top thing because it's kind of the cue kind of building up. So let's let me uh, move on. Okay, okay. Um, and I um, listen on a you know, listening on God. My comment, my question is. What surprise that you think will be on the first AEW, and do you think the first head-to-head show, um, what show wins? And I want to hear you and Cam um, take one ball for that. All right, sorry. thanks, man. Um, Tessa Blanchard—that's the surprise. No, I don't know. Um, Surprise—it could be so many things. Uh, what was the second thing? I forgot that quick. What was the second one he said, Cam? Well, I heard him say. Um, which show we thought would win the head-to-head. Head-to-head, that's right. Um, AEW. I think out the gate, AEW wins the first one. Because people are so dedicated to choosing sides, they're going to want to support them on their first show, especially since NXT will already be a month and a half into shows. Right. What do you, what do you, what's the strategy behind behind NXT starting in the middle of September, giving themselves, um, well, not a month and a half, just about three weeks, because uh, AEW starts on like the second, so if NXT starts the 18th or something, 10th, I think I heard, they get they get so, uh, two maybe three shows. Yeah, so I'm looking at the schedule. Um, War Games isn't until. Uh, November 23rd. Um, let's see. NXT TakeOver. The next TakeOver is... Oh, that is the next TakeOver. Um, I'm the, I think you probably build to a big, uh, a big cold title match. Maybe you go, uh, hell, maybe you go Cold Velveteen that early. Um, but I think Adam Cole's next big challenger, since they don't have any takeovers, I think it's on that inaugural AEW show. Mm. And, again, and and you're saying that AEW and their open their first show still will beat NXT and whatever they build up, a uh, big thing they build up for, for, that, for that week. I think so. Mm. I know what I'm going to be watching. I, Yeah, it's because there's so many opportunities to to watch NXT. I think it's just kind of be silly to to, and it'll be head to head both hours. Yeah, 
I'm, I mean, I'm going to be watching NXT. <laughs> like, like, I mean, I guess, oh, okay. Unless, yeah, that, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, I'm going to be watching NXT. Um, but I'm sure I'm going to have to flip over a bunch because people are going to be talking about the other thing that's happening. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those minute to minutes, boy, are going to mean so much more in 2019 and 20 than they did in in 1995 and 96. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, like yeah, we can really. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, all right, let's uh, let's head back to the phone lines. Let's uh, let's um, let's head out west, and then we'll come back east to Jersey. So six oh nine. Uh, stay alert. Two five three. I think this is a friend of the show and first time caller, Bruce. Uh, Bruce, is that what indeed up? you? Hey, what's good, Travis and Cam? How you doing? Doing, doing right, well. Man. Doing well. All right, that's good. Uh, well, I have a non wrestling topic, if it's okay, but I swear it leads into a wrestling topic. If that's all right with y'all. That's, that's literally that's- why they keep me in the fold. So that's perfect. That's absolutely fine, okay. Bruce. But I, before you go into that, just because you are a, a, a new boy, you haven't called in before, correct? This is your first time. No, no, no. Yeah. So yeah, so you got to introduce yourself to the audience and uh, you know where you're from, all that stuff. You've emailed people somewhat familiar, maybe yeah, VIP. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, give, yeah. Give so your my name is. Give your all your yeah, yeah. My name. All your like. Degrees and your humanitarian and your philosophy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, to that point, I do have a PhD. I got it in. I earned it this last May. It's in cultural studies and social science education. So I'm an academic. Um, I'm in the I'm in Seattle right now. We moved over here a couple weeks ago, and I was one of those kids who I was born in '88. So I grew up with the Monday Night Wars, right? And then Mm -hmm. I went away when I got to college around '06, '07. Right when that Super Cena shit was all going up, right? And I didn't come back until Royal Rumble 14 because the network was doing all the promotion and shit and getting the free, you know, the free months. And it was... I think that's about when Craig showed back up. I think it's common for a lot of us who really were at that peak of the wrestling moment with the Monday Night Wars because you had – it was just – although the wrestling, when we look back on it as kids, it was, you know, it wasn't as good. We were so into the moment and so into all the pageantry and the thrills and you had NWO versus DX and all that good shit. And then it just kind of got, you know, the monopolized version just made it all stale. Uh, all so all that's facts. What, that's what happened. Yeah, I mean, a lot of us, I think, went around that. So, I, you know, I'm 31. I'm right around the same age as y'all. So, uh, well, but, no, thanks. Yeah, I, I'll take that. <laughs> You're my, we're, we're the same age. <laughs> you and I. I said around the same age, yeah, yeah. Uh, but my my non wrestling topic, right quick. Uh, I think it was about six weeks ago. I heard Cam bring up. I just want to tell stories on the cast, and mm-hmm. that really piqued my interest. And I listened to the first three episodes this weekend because I'm a dumbass and didn't realize it'd be in the South Congress feed. Uh, but I did listen to him, and the thing about not just you know I don't live in Austin. I'm not never been there, so it shouldn't have any connection to me. But I think what was done well with that, and I think with this moment of having some kind of mainstream recognition of queer people of color identities, is that the podcast is done well. The interviews are done well, and then when you look at things like Drag Race and Orange is the New Black, or I haven't seen the second season yet, but that first season of Pose was really, really good. 
a lot of emotional connections to characters, even though I'm a cisgender heterosexual dude, right? So I really don't have any relatable factors to it besides I'm of color. The stories are done well. They make you want to come back to it. This leads into my wrestling point, which is that the biggest critique we've had of WWE for basically the last 20 years is that their stories suck. There's no coherency to them. And when they try and do things a little better, they always revolve into stereotypes, especially when it comes to people of color and it comes to women, right? Yeah. And so for me, I think this is where AEW, typically, I think this is where AEW has that, that, I guess that in, because they already have two trans women of color on their roster with Nyla Rose and Sonya Kiss. But when you mm-hmm. listen to when you listen to Cody and Brandy, everyone talk about... What, let me ask you something really quick. Is, is Sonya Kiss me. a trans woman of color or just a gay man? This is me asking, not me informing. Okay, maybe I'm wrong, because I thought, I thought she was presenting as and identified as trans, but I could be wrong. I, that's, that's how I... That's how I yeah. Uh, that's how I, I don't think that's things, uh, yeah, not a bad assumption. I, I'm just not super familiar, so I'm sure somebody will inform us. But, um, okay, and, and Rich is actually telling us Sonny just identified as a gay man. So, okay, okay. That. So, I, I must have read or interpreted wrong. Okay, but at least they have queer people of color on their roster, right? We, I know we had Darren Young in WWE, but they never actually really went with him as being a gay person, right? Mm-hmm. But when you listen to people like Brandy and Cook. Yeah, really good. Yeah, sorry, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying he also just wasn't wasn't good. Yeah, exactly, good. exactly. So, uh, yeah. I think the difference between WWE and AEW right now is when AEW discusses their storylines, what they want to talk about, it's not just that corporate speak. I tend to get the feeling that it's more sincere, that they really want to try and bring in a more diverse and wider audience. And my first email back in, you know, a couple months ago was about if they're trying to be more inclusive or whatnot, then how are you going to do that? And I think this is their in, um, if they are really committed to it, because, again, there is just such a wide kind of, not maybe not even acceptance, but there's still visibility going on right now mainstream for queer people of color. Um, and WWE, as we know, like with the whole Kofi Kingston storyline, they never explicitly made it about race when we all knew it was about race. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, one, WWE is too corporate to even try and make that that connection. And two, AEW has nothing to lose at this point in terms of they have their niche audience, but they also have that ability to grow because they're already trying to be different in these ways that are so divergent to what WWE has been doing. And you know what? Me... To, 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 to jump on to what you're saying, I do think that WWE, not WWE, that AEW is going to say what they mean. And I, I think that's important. Like, I don't think they're going to spend a lot of time dancing around um, dancing around ideas or implying certain things. I think they're going to say what it is they intend to present. And, and I do think that has a chance of really sticking with an audience that's had to deal with a lot of things tongue-in-cheek, like you say, for, for 20, 25 years. I, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now uh, Trent, let me ask something. Yeah, yeah. Should AEW should could how should I ask? I mean, yeah, yeah, okay. Should they have? Should they have? Uh, for lack of a better word, exploited the Nyla Rose's uh, identity, sexual identity, gender identity, I should say, and to make money to go look what we got 
instead of treating it as so normal and because it's like no it's not like no matter how much you want it to be like this is still a big this is history it's uh it's a big deal why not treat it like a big deal and get some attention right. and get some and, and make some money for your company and for your talent is being well, is trying to be so like oh no we accept everybody everybody's normal nothing special it's so normal nothing special that they're already doing themselves a disservice with kind of that attitude well, to that last point, I'm, I'm not sure if they're trying to say that everybody is normal and the same and nothing special. Uh, mm-hmm. I think what yeah, they're trying I'm, to that do was me is... generalizing. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay, no, I got you. But they do, to they have said point, this though, is a place for everybody, and they've done the, yeah. the arms wide open inclusive thing that companies right. you know do nowadays. Right. Well, to your first point, that's a double-edged sword of elite capitalism, right, is no matter what, yeah. there's always going to be an economic component to it. Uh, but I think the the thing about that is they've only really done that kind of PR-wise, and they still have yet to translate that to the ring and to her character. Um, she's still just, just – uh, she's just – her her moniker is the native something, right? I can't remember correctly, but – Native so beast? I think they still have – the native beast, I think it is, yeah. So they have a little ways to go in terms of building that into her character, which I think will come once they have their weekly TV shows. You only have, what, three or four shows to go off of right now at AEW? Mm-hmm. Um, but my only point is that since they said from the beginning that this is where this is how they're going to run their company, then that's how they have to run the company, right? Um, if you put out there that you're going to be inclusive and diverse, and yet you're only going to show white dudes and white women, then how are you going to actually live up to what you said? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I agree. I think that I posted on the. Uh, on the East Coast Cast Instagram, somebody made a uh, somebody made a graphic of the Wednesday Night Wars with NXT versus AEW, and mm-hmm. the thing was on the uh, on the AEW side, you had uh, Kenny Omega, the Bucks, Cody, Moxley, right. and, and Britt Baker, right? So yep. immediately, like, my first thought is, like, where's Brandy, who's, like, right. way higher profile than Britt Baker in every aspect of this company right now, but okay. And then on the NXT side, you had Champa, Gargano, The Undisputed Era, and Candice LeRae. And mm. so it becomes a thing like, you know, wait, where's the black people? Like, where's mm-hmm. the Hispanic acts? And so mm-hmm. – while I agree that AEW has made an effort to say this is what they are going to present, I think it's very easy to fall into a hole where the things you say aren't necessarily the things you do. And as far as what they've presented so far as their top tier X, like all white none people. of them on the men's side are people of color at this point. You know what I mean? Even like Pentagon and Ray Phoenix are a tag team where yep. there are other acts established very firmly as singles acts. Now, I'll say this. AEW does seem to be invested in tag teams, so this can be proven different. But when I see somebody make a graphic like this on a whim right. and I look at who's left out, to me that also has to do with how these acts are presented. Um, That's true. 
You know, so so we're gonna see. And also, don't like don't let me forget. Thank you so much for listening to. I just want to tell stories. I really like that. Thank you. That's great. It's fantastic. Uh, I I just listened to this week's South Congress. I haven't gone to any of the goose downs yet, but I'll definitely go back to the back on bit through all of them. Uh, but I know your queue is kind of building up, so let me get to my last point. I'll hang up real quick, and that's kind of to the discussion on NXT. I'll have with Mike. I keep hearing people talk uh, about. WWE is going to send people from Raw and SmackDown back to NXT to fill the two hours, but no one, and I sent an email to the to the NXT cast for, uh, on the PW Torch for this. I wonder what they'll have to say, but NXT has a lot of wrestlers just waiting in the wings who are talented and can work, right? Keith Lee hasn't done much lately. Shane Thorne finally getting back in. There's Deonna Peraza. Zaylee's getting a lot better. Casey Gonzalez is getting a lot better. There's a lot of people in NXT they could already utilize and put there. They just had the breakout tournament, too. So you have Cameron Grimes, you have Jonah Rock, you have uh, ACA or Jordan Miles who just won, right? There are mm-hmm. all these people yeah. there. So why do you have to bring people all the way back down, even if – and one thing that they, uh, Rich brought up last night on the, on, the day, on the post show was the pay structure. Like, that would fuck up your pay structure because if you're making main roster money and you have to go back to NXT, what does that do? Well, like, but it, um, that's but the thing. It, that doesn't it matter that NXT way. Now, like, like Tyler Breeze is getting his check. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, it doesn't matter. Right. Tyler Breeze ain't mad that his schedule is lighter mm-hmm. and he gets to work in front of a crowd that really cares with creative that's, you know, uh, competent. <laughs> oh, I don't mean them. I'm thinking that Eo WWE Shirai is going to cut back on the contract. From, yeah, I'm going from making 60 grand, but... Well, I'm wrestling in front of 500 people a few times a month. All of a sudden, wrestling in front of 5,000 to 15,000 people three times a week, and she's still making goddamn 60 grand. That would be be the issue, like big time. Yeah, I think that it it is going to be more fluid, though, because I think another big thing about NXT, there are, you know, you have your Kona Reeses. And you have your mm-hmm. Vanessa Bournes, who, um, you know, in a lot of ways are there to make other people look better. And I think a one-hour yeah. format really fits that when you don't see either side a whole lot. So, like, I think that was my biggest thing talking about NXT being two hours. It was kind of like, well, like, does it mess up? Are we getting overexposed with people they might want to do something with eventually? Because I agree. They have a very large roster that we don't see a whole lot, but I think that having a very large roster is great when it's an hour, so everybody's working on getting better, and you get to decide who sits where as opposed to what we've known as main roster WWE where somebody's got to be Bobby Roode, you know, like, <laughs> and, and it's just a, the, the way it is. Like, and that's not me saying Bobby Roode's the best thing in the world, but I think they can get more out of Bobby Roode than they do based on what I've seen in NXT. Like, somebody has to be a Gable. Like, it, it's it's unfortunate, but it's kind of the way they do business. So my biggest fear with a two-hour show is that not only do your top people get overexposed, but the people you have waiting in the wings get overexposed because that's what NXT was for. So they didn't get overexposed, you know? Yeah, it's certainly going to be a, a fluid situation. I, I think everybody – including the fans are going to be learning and, 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 you know, readjusting on the fly. Uh, I just hope I, I, I have, I have the utmost confidence in triple H as a man, as management uh, that has not changed that he will make, he will manage to make a two hour show uh, 
still still feel like you know feel like a big time show, but feel still feel like NXT and not ha- and not have because again they have that giant roster. I think if everything stays mm-hmm. the same, if everything stays the same, and that's uh, that's a that's going fa- very far. I understand that, but if everything were to stay the same, you could still have a sizable amount of people, you know, that, that idea of working to get to TV because all of a sudden everybody doesn't get put on TV. You know, the the people that, you know, maybe Aaliyah and and Vanessa Bourne and folks that were, you know, you'd see once a month or twice, two times every six weeks, uh, start to get on, you know, more and more to say everything gets doubled. But I think because their roster is so strong, because what they've been doing the last two, three years, just basically collecting, you know, indie wrestlers, <laughs> they're they'll, they'll be fine. I, I think you, they could double they could double what they do TV wise and still have a sense of a deep bench or at least a solid bench and not and still be able to rotate people in uh, on a on a week weekly two hour show without feeling overexposed. I think Triple H is probably going to go desperately out of his way to keep that feeling uh, 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 just purposefully. Like, like yeah, because he knows this is a yeah, I, I do wonder happen. what happens with 205 Live guys. I wonder what happens with NXT UK guys because that's still two bases to draw from that people don't see on television all the time. Um, so, yeah, that's my opinion. Yeah. So. Hey, Bruce, well, man, don't, uh, don't, be, don't, yeah, don't be a stranger. Seriously. No, I definitely will. And as long as Triple H doesn't pick the fucking music, we'll be all good. Yeah, well, he can. He, he, he's good at delegating, too. So let's, yeah. There we go. <laughs> all right, all right. See you all. all right. Thank you, Bruce. And Trev, as, you, right. um, as you go there, I'm actually, I'm going to switch over uh, phones. Cool. All right. And, uh. While Cam does that, let's go ahead and uh... oh, Jersey dropped off. I told you it was coming to you. Damn. Let me go ahead and uh... Jabron chimes in with an email. He says uh, two things for y'all this week. Uh, what the fuck? Now NXT is two hours. There's no need for this. The one-hour show was just just, just fine, uh, and it keeps things fresh from week to week because we didn't uh, always see the same talent each week. Now we have seven hours a week of WWE wrestling on top of pay-per-view shows being four hours long. This is crazy. Yeah, and we've spent a lot of the last 20, 30 minutes talking about that. So, yeah, I don't I don't think it's going to be as bad as as you think. At least not at first. We could be here in a year, sitting here a year from now, like man, remember when NXT was good? <laughs> I, I, I hope uh, you know we're. Remember that? That was fantastic. Yeah, I hope we're not at that. You know, we don't get to that point, but it is, it is possible. But for now, I have, I have, uh, I have faith that they, uh, that they can keep things, they can keep the tone. Things can't stay the same, but they can try to keep the same tone and feel of, of NXT. Uh, number uh, second one. How how well do y'all think NXT and AEW will do on Wednesday nights? Uh, being they both will uh, be going up against NBA on ESPN on Wednesday. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, they're off. They're on TNT Tuesdays and Thursdays, but 
Yeah, Wednesdays and Fridays, I think, is uh, ESPN basketball stuff. So, um, I don't think ESPN gets to – and this is me talking about things I really don't know about. But I don't think ESPN gets, like, the primo games on Wednesday. I think TNT during the week gets those games and then come fall and Christmas, after Christmas – uh, you know what? You get the I really get do the Saturday think, like, thinking about it. And Sunday games, I think Wednesday yeah. is ESPN's night. Yeah, I think no, no, no. He's saying, that's ESPN's what he's saying. Day. He's saying oh, okay. they they have basketball, but I'm saying are they the primo games? Is it like Thursday night on goddamn uh, NFL Network games? Yeah, I mean basketball is different. You know, it is because like, you have a million games and yeah, <laughs> if you not, got yeah, thirty it's not Wednesday the games. Only game in town. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. And I think they might have double headers. So if they have, uh, you know, games starting yeah, at like seven and ten, yeah. But but because basketball, especially in the fall, isn't a juggernaut, um, I think they'll be yeah, fine. Anything, I don't anything think, before uh, Christmas doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, yeah. like yeah. And he says, P.S. How does this NXT move to USA Network hurt the WWE Network subscriptions and their overall ratings on the WWE Network now that NXT is going live? Yeah, Yeah, talked about it earlier. It could. It could have certainly have, whether it's like a 5% hit or 15%, you know, it depends on, or I should say like a 2% hit or a 15, 20% hit. And I mean, the biggest difference, Travis, like you said, like nobody, nobody watched NXT live unless you were at NXT. You watched the first run, but you didn't watch it live. Like, in every case, except for a takeover, it had already happened. You know, like, that, that's, I mean, there are people like me who only have the network for really NXT and pay-per-views, you know? So, if... Mm-hmm. Same here. ...that we have... In these polls, what was a better show, Takeover or WWE pay per view? It's typically Takeover. So, you know, I do think that that could. Well, how bad would hurt them? I do think it definitely could hurt them. Yeah, I, I think there's going to be some significant. It's. I think it. It's going to hurt. I don't think it helps at all. Uh, I think this is a net negative for the network. It's just a matter of does it hurt at a two percent rate or fifteen percent rate? Because obviously one hurts a lot more, and one is very obvious when you're looking at you know numbers on paper. You know, all of a sudden subscriptions drop fifteen percent in a quarter. Uh, that's uh, yeah. That's just not good. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So, all right. It's uh, thanks for the email, Jabron. Appreciate you as always. Let's uh, keep it moving. Let's head back to the phone lines. Let's uh, let's head up to Newark and talk to Kylan. Kylan, what's on your mind? Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam this week? Don't okay, right. Ian. Well, well, as Cam said earlier, I think in in large part, 
NXT moving to USA has something to do with Todd and Julie Chrisley being indicted for tax evasion. I, I definitely think that helps. <laughs> I really do. But I I have some information that I want your thoughts on that leads into my question for this week. Okay. According to Brad Shepard, who I believe writes for, I want to say, Deadspin.com, he is also the co-host of the Oh You Didn't Know Wrestling Show podcast, if that name sounds familiar, he also reported the return of the XFL in December 2017. Brad Shepard says that Vince has apparently held several meetings with Oliver Luck and senior XFL staff recently, and Vince has told several people that he is, quote, considering stepping away from WWE for a short time, depending on how the transition goes. My question is, do you believe this information, and what should we expect if that does happen? What are you thinking, Cam? I don't believe a single thing Brad Shepard has ever said to anybody about anything. But oh, wow. <laughs> I won't let that get in the way of the question. I, I mean, Vince McMahon is absolutely, you know, 70-plus, <clears throat> um, looking at starting a brand-new business, put a bunch of money into it. So I can absolutely see it happening. Um, and, and I think that's probably a good move because I think that he's been, you know, you put Eric Bischoff in a spot. You put Paul Heyman in a spot. Triple H is in a spot. This is what you've been building toward. So yeah. I can absolutely see that happening. I think, Kylan, that I can see it happening more based off of things that we know than anything Brad Shepard has ever known. Other than, you know, there's a time where for six straight months he said Sasha Banks was coming back, and then the week she comes back he takes all the credit for being the first one to say <laughs> But wait, um, he said she'd be back on SummerSlam. <laughs> and then she yeah. showed up the night after. I'd like to make the declaration right now that the sun is going to burn out. So, <laughs> long, after, long after I die, I want it to be known that this is something that I correctly predicted in 2019. <laughs> yeah, that's not going out on a limb there. Wow, the sun will burn. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the sun will rise. Nope. 
that shit gonna burn out. Like, yeah, no, that's that is an ine- inevitable. You dig up that uh, old tweet? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's keep things moving. Thanks, Kylan, for the call as always. Let's uh, let's let's go to Skype caller, international. I'm assuming it's uh, Craigery. Craig, is that you, what in, up? sir? Hey, that's Craig. What's happening, man? How are you guys? Doing, doing right. well, doing well. All right, uh, I got a couple things. Tag The tag titles, um, have you ever seen a tag title, uh, any team that's had tag titles been in a main event of a pay-per-view? I, have, I didn't watch for like a while. So I didn't see like a tag team championship team face each other, like might happen at uh, Clash of Champions. Was um Travis and I was at this show, so I should probably know. Was DX versus Jericho for the tag titles? No, no, I, I mean don't. tag team champions facing each other. Oh, I, I feel like facing each other. Maybe Stone Cold HBK. Um, while they're tag champs, I, I'm gonna say no. Um, that'd because be a neat Sting little and, uh, gimmick. Yes, yeah, Sting and uh, Champion. You know. Yeah. Why is ACH uh, dressed like a Mormon? Sting and uh, Giant weren't in a main event. They were tag champions on a pay-per-view, face each other. Um, main evented. I don't think so. Okay. So um, usually they drop the together. titles before the match happens. Like that's typically that's, the gimmick. That's what makes the match. It's used to, yeah. to build up to build up the the, the, the right. singles title match. That's why I was and wondering then, if this could be like a really cool gimmick for the for the pay-per-view. Like it's a clash of champions. They're the same champions. They're clashing for... Yeah, the thing they advertised, though, and they made it a point to say this time, I caught that uh, either Monday or Tuesday, Craig, was that every title is on the line. So, I mean, they could, in Hmm. theory, successfully defend them and then compete later that night. That would be interesting. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that, that could happen, but... Yeah, they did say every title's on the line, which leads me to believe. Well, I mean, we did just have a mixed tag winner-take-all match, so I'm not going to put anything past them. Hey, I want to mind it. The uh, broad, because, I mean, they diminished that Universal Championship so much that it's just it's just a worthless piece of garbage. It's it's a piece of tinfoil now. You're just, like, I can carry that tinfoil to the rink, to the, well, the rink, to, to my work tomorrow and be like, Hey, I'm the uh, SmackDown or Universal Champion. I don't care. It doesn't matter. No, no you know, one, no one ever, like, no one will ever face me. I don't disagree me. with you. I don't disagree with you a whole lot, but I think I saw a graphic. Haven't they only had like six champions of, of like, the universe? Not yeah. switches, but oh, actual yeah, yeah. people. Because champions. yeah, 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 yeah because Universal. Because Braun Holt, or, uh, Brock held it for, like, a year. Yeah, it was, and, uh, didn't do anything. Balor, yeah, Balor, Owens, Owens, Brock, 
Goldberg. Goldberg held it. Goldberg. Uh, and then Brock beat him. And then Roman yeah. won it somewhere in there. Brock got it back. Yeah. And then him and Rollins traded it. So yeah. maybe it's like. Wait, 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 yeah. wait, 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 wait. Didn't Sheamus <laughs> beat uh, 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 the cash uh, in? Uh, Sheamus. That? No, that was, that was the other one. That was the other one. Black title. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think that might not even been be. Dude, you're getting old, bro. Uh, I huh? think. Um, <laughs> old, but no. Oh, yeah. Face each other. I'm still going to be thinking about that. That dude said he was 31. And... All right. I can't understand anybody. Oh, I was just joking about that dude saying he was 30, he was 31, and and you were like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm at the same generation as you. Yeah, and totally. He said it, not me. So, <laughs> Craig, you had that Popeye sandwich yet? Dude, no. Oh man. You know what? Is Craig the one that says there's a Popeye? He don't go to Popeyes because it's all the way across town. Isn't that you? It is. Holy shit, Trump! I can't believe that you remember this. This is oh, from like three years ago. I mean, my my awesome memory works in fucking weird ways. I remember that. Yeah, the the the, the shit that don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it will be the, the first because last night, Craig. You, I was like, I'm eating Arby's here. And no, you were like, you we talked about uh, Popeye's chicken. And no, it had to be Kentucky KFC. Chicken at five dollar yeah. Phillips. Yeah, like, oh, fuck you, AFC. When you got a perfectly good Popeyes around, you're like, no, it's way across town. And this I, would be the I, worst I, time because last night I went to get a damn chicken sandwich. It was nine thirty at night, and the goddamn <laughs> line was into the street. And I was in this line for 20, 30 minutes just to get to the front. <laughs> really? Got sandwiches. Really? And I was like, I was like Come on. neither kind. Because I would have taken a bullshit-ass original, you know, non-spicy. Like, whatever. It was like, she was like, nope, we ain't got no, neither one. I just peeled ah. off. Season. It's a cold game, man. Yeah. And I was Now, nice, I, met, I, was, I met Cam. In New Orleans, yeah. my hostel, I stayed at a hostel. That's where you stay in a room with a couple dudes you don't know. And yeah. my hostel was right next door to a Popeye's Louisiana Fast. And okay. I was, I'm... I was, I met, I meant to go there. <laughs> and I never did because the food around there was so good. I was like, Dude, I want to go to the oh, Louisiana. Yeah. That's tough. I remember getting made fun of for checking in Arby's while in New Orleans. I went to go to the John Cena pizza party at the aquarium, and I got there too late and didn't get in with the group, and I wasn't going to pay 30 bucks for a ticket to get in, so I was like, fuck it. So whoever I was hanging with was at Arby's. So I went to meet them and checked in like, yeah, just sitting at this Arby's. And Bruce is like, you're in New Orleans eating at an Arby's? Like, first off. Relax. I'm just sitting here. And even if I was eating everything on the menu, fuck you. This is, this is my my stomach and my you know. But he had he still had a would have had a point. Like 
You're in New Orleans eating goddamn fast food. Like I said, when I moved to Texas, I was like, I'm not, I, I love Chipotle. But I was like, I'm not eating Chipotle ever again. Like, why would I eat Chipotle and I got, you know, somebody's a boiler can make me a goddamn burrito if I want. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm having such a hard time with this conversation because, well, all right, the first the first call I ever made to this show, and yeah. it was you and Cam were on it, and you guys were making, I had talked to you before, I but I called in the show, and uh, we were talking about Arby's or something, and that was my first call, and, and, and you were like, man, I bet Craig fucks up some Arby's. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, I the saying, sliders are right. only a dollar, and I Yo, have it on my Hawaiian phone. rolls. I need the Hawaiian <laughs> rolls sliders. Mm-hmm. Okay, can I move on, please? Aside from my family. Okay. So you you guys kind of figure out a tag. All right, fine. Uh, the NXT UK. How badass would that be if that was the War Games match? NXT UK versus NXT. Like, NXT UK and B. And that's the War Games match. Wouldn't that be so freaking like, amazing? Uh, oh, it's that, uh, that one tag team and Walter? I could get that with that. I, don't, I mean, I, I, I could, in well, theory, on paper, it's like, yeah, that looks cool, but I, I don't care to see NXT UK, quote-unquote, invade. Like, what is that? To do what? To what well, ends? Well, I mean, I mean, I'm just talking about the match. I'm not talking about, like, how, how yeah. like, Style-wise, great thing. I think the match. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you there. I mean, I I think getting to it is an issue, and I think afterwards is an issue. Like, okay, they just go back to NXT. Considering what else they have to do. I mean, you know, it's like when they set up those hell in a cell, and they don't make any sense. So I think it's too cute, and so I I don't want to see it happen necessarily, but. I mean, third year in a row, Undisputed Era, all the belts. And I think you go Street Profits, Dream, and Riddle against Undisputed Era, all the belts. Um, I think you need them all on the other card, and, and I think you need I think you need that, that the NXT UK invasion to add depth to the product. I don't want to see Raul Mendoza. I know you like him, and I don't want to see him racist McTweetface. And I was afraid to respond to that one guy who asked, "Who's racist McTweetface?" And I'd respond, and then racist McTweetface would come back at me and Trump would tweet me. Yeah, that's a little thing, you know. To me, I would love an hour of. An hour of NXT US, hour of NXT UK. I think that's an answer. Um, you can uh, be fun, but you know that ain't happening. Yeah. I don't agree because you know in WWE they're going to hold together. But yeah, I don't. But Craig, my uh, thing about that was if you're running a live show, do you get? 
you know, 20, 30 more visas to have those guys in the States at all times. Like, I don't know if you do that. I don't know if they do that, I should say. Why not? I mean, what? 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 Why not? What does Jesus have to do with it? Finn Balor has a visa? Well, sure, but he's Finn Balor. I think that's my point. Like, I don't don't know if they bring over that many people from a different country for a show every week as opposed to the, you know, ten people they do it for right now. No, I'm saying they're going to – they're going to live in Kentucky or, or Florida or wherever the hell is closest to Orlando, and they're going to they're going to take that deal. Oh, you don't you don't think Wolfgang wants to live in Orlando right now? If they're offered the deal, they're taking Johnson over there. I don't think I don't think they just give up on NXT UK. Like I think that they want to have a market over there to run shows. So I don't think they bring I all think, of their talent away from that. Right, like and they I opened think up NXT, NXT UK, UK for a reason. I think NXT UK becomes 205 Live, and sure. and they have their progress and their and their evolved, and that can be the new FCW OVW NXT because this is now a third brand. They definitely have evolved. Um. Uh. uh Running right down the line, uh, FF, uh, the FSM one, ugh, sorry, the FS one program that people said that was going to exist, like, is not going to be NXT, clearly. Mhm. So. Does that, does like that mean it's nothing show? or? Yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, what I'm asking. talking about I'm a like, studio studio show since they. Since they signed the Fox deal or was talking about the signing of Fox deal, so maybe that gets more of a priority now. Some kind of like, you know, talking, uh, what's the thing? Talking smack? Skipping... No, no, yeah. Well, talking sure. Like like of, what's the one the morning one we were talking about last week with Skip and those guys? But yeah, first take. Uh, yeah, first take. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, kind of stuff. Something like that. But again, the only way to do that right is is to uh, like the only reason. Like, imagine if the NFL, the NBA, and all these leagues were like, "Hey, Skip and Shannon, you can't like say bad things about our stars or our the game last night." And unless I mean, isn't that essentially what they do now? Seth Rollins stunk up the huh? That's essentially what they do now. If you do, if you watch sports uh, sports programming, like the uh, like the opinion shows, like they talk to a point, but they're not going to talk to a point about the like the concussion protocol and and stuff like that. They're they're going to talk to a point, but they're not going to make it known that you're against whatever the NFL is doing or the NBA is doing. NHL really don't have anything to do with it, but. Even MLB has programming on ESPN, and they 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 kind of like tuck their tail between their legs with them. Okay, and they maybe aren't that's, gonna. Hey guys, maybe that's hey guys, why those shows aren't. Um, I actually, I might be able to call. Uh-oh. Okay, guys. Uh oh. 
Did you catch any of that, Craig? I think he said, okay, 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 I'm out. Whatever he, I mean, I think that's what he said. I'm not sure what happened. Well, maybe Rich can take. Okay. Rich, can you talk? Yeah. Okay, because you had your hand earlier. I got to be done before nine. Student what? Say it again. I have a student appointment at nine, so I, I, I got to go before then, but yeah. Oh, okay. I got you. Um, yeah, so Craig. Has uh, Rich been listening this whole time? Yeah, I usually if usually even when I was coaching, I would keep it on in the background speaker just so I knew what to follow up with, you know, if we had a format on VIP. You tell me I don't know how to do my job, Craig? No, no, no. I am just. You think you're my pants, Craig? No, I'm just, I am just, that that is the Russian thing to do. You are very, very committed to your job. Oh, I am, and uh, to all of them, unfortunately, sometimes, but yes, all of them. Are you making fun of Comrade fans? What's going on here? No, he just, because my dude, Valentin, sent you know, called in all the way from Siberia. Oh, fucking Siberia, yeah. Your fucking uh, sleeper cell agent, homie. That's right. <laughs> yeah, because Wade was like, no, it's going to be like, you know, a couple. I was like, it's a clear. I was knew I was in Moscow. It was a clear 12 hours. He said it was nine-hour difference. So I was like, oh, man, you had to have been. Hold on, Travis. Hold on, Travis. Oh, hold on, Rich. Did Travis, did you hear him talk Russian? Did you hear him talk Russian? On the podcast last night? No. <laughs> that was him, that was him giving his sleeper. It was him giving his sleeper cell agent the the code that will win. I uh, I don't even know how to spell those words, so I can't look it up to see if you're right. Mm-hmm. Look, Rich got had Rich got the whole world fooled. Hey, wholesome family man, damn. Sleeper sales, Russian spy, whole time. Whole time. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Is it USA? Did I see it doing Raw and SmackDown has a show where like that's like the theme, like agent I don't know if it's Russia based, but they've got like <clears throat> eight uh sleeper cell agents that are like being woke up woke up, you know, hit with the code. Yeah. Uh they don't remember yeah, none exactly. of their training, they don't you know, whatever, it's all clandestine spy. Oh, yeah, it's the um, Treadstone. It's the the point identity offshoot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that look, I mean, if I was into that kind of uh, a show, I'd definitely watch. Uh Uh-oh. Me me and Yim about to get jumped in. Me and Yim about to get jumped in. You better take that yes, girl. It's nice. Did she think they wasn't going to? It's nice and warm under the dragon. Yeah, he said it's nice and warm under the dragon's wing. Mm. He said she's Mama Dragon. You better, you better, get, like, better go see Mama. Was that a euphemism for like labia, like vulva lips Sir. or some shit? What? Sir. <laughs> What's happening Sir. here? <laughs> Sir. <laughs> I'm just asking the questions. Sir. That, you know, you don't have the guts to ask. Who could be a grassy rope? Here we go. See? You have a foul mouth, sir. Simply 
They just want to get it shut down. <laughs> or a commendation, one or the other. No, in this administration. I don't yeah. know. See, that's just like every time uh, when I was in college, my white friends swore that the No Limit soldiers, every time they said hooey who, that was like a tip to go beat up a white person. <laughs> what? Like every time the No Limit went it was yeah, like, no, no, that, no. That, that, that was the, yeah. So okay, same thing. Off. I was wondering why he's being so quiet. I was well. N- did he drop off? Yeah, but he's back. Let me let me bring. No, him no. Up. Did he? Are you sure he dropped off? Because I think. Oh, did he? <laughs> I think. I think. Greg, I have you been? Inf- have you been infiltrated? Is that right? Is that piano wire around your throat? I was, as we... I was just joking around, man. <laughs> See, <laughs> Rich put out a. Rich put out a text. I'm like, holy shit! I I was just messing around. I I'm sorry, Rich. People mess worried about the fiend, and you just gotta add another R. You can't spell friend without R. Rich. It's a friend. Comrade fiend. I don't know. I've been drinking, so I don't really know how to. No. Man. Oh, I thought I got knocked off. I I thought Rich uh, and Valentine were again. Are you sure you're not like in some uh, stimulation now that you just they they knocked you out? You just haven't even woken up from yet, uh, Craig. No, I I just went to the house. My my dog was in there. At least at least I still got my dog. So that's Are you sure that's your dog? Matrix 15. Four about to come out, man. Well, why is it a Shania? Did you put Whoa. in him? Rich, shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right, can I ask you guys a freaking question? And then I'll take sure. off and let you guys get on to the end of the show. All right. All right. You have to draft. Oh, here we go. I mean, no. Uh-huh. It's, it's only it's only it's only two people. It's only, okay. You have to draft one guy from each brand. To be on NXT or AEW. Oh. So you have to, like, make a trade, but it has to be a B-plus trade. Like, it can't be like, I'll, I'll exchange uh, Orange Cassidy for uh, fucking uh, Velveteen Dream or whatever. Okay. You have to have, it has to be an uh, equal and good trade. Keith Lee for, well, Cal- yep, for uh, Hangman Adam Page. As Rich left me. I'm sorry. Oh, Dijevic is back? I thought he was hurt. I thought he broke his knee. Yeah, he's finally back. Yeah, he okay. broke that knee up. But then Keith Lee got hurt right after that, and so they couldn't continue the feud either way. Oh, hey, it's Evolve. I was there at that match. Do you have anybody Close that you would uh, – oh, you said Keith Lee for – Adam Page. I'd rather have him. So you would send Keith I'd rather Lee to have... AEW? Yeah. And Adam Page to NXT. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm going to take the same slant and do things to make AEW better. Uh, so I would put uh... – but there are no – once you like, – I'm not. I'm not gonna. You can't make AEW and still have be you know equal trades, because that's as close as equal trade you're gonna get with Page for 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 Keith Lee. I'm not 
Yeah, like AEW needs stars, and there's no way to get them stars with through trades in this in this scenario because we'd have to trade Jericho or Moxley or something, and that defeats the whole fucking purpose of trying to get AEW some stars. I, I think one of them, which would be a nice like a, a kind of go around, because like I think, but then it, it violates Craig's rule because I was gonna say if they wanted to trade like the Lucha Brothers for either. Uh, Red Dragon or for the Usos. I'll allow it. I guess. Now, which one do you think would be a fair trade, though, Craig? Um, Probably the Red Dragon guys. Just because. I'm going to be more quiet than y'all want me to be because I love Keith Lee, and okay. he is being so underused. That's that's kind of what I'm looking forward to. When when they said that this was happening with two hours, I'm like, cool, because there are so many guys that came up and they're like just friggin' stagnant. Like they're. I mean, the fact just, that Matt Riddle's finally like, you know, an established star yeah. is kind of in itself like, what the fuck? He's been there like two years. And he's finally right. breaking out as as a guy people care well, about. Matt Riddle, Matt Riddle is going okay, to the main Bronson roster Reed. as soon as yesterday, because they had him on that stupid uh, watch along, and I watched every minute of it, and it was. Oh, you did go back and watch it. Oh yes, it was yeah. awesome, and I yeah, hate Matt good. Riddle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering why you're like so like. But hearing him trash like, Goldberg. Like, he was like, yeah, I met him. He was a douche. <laughs> so yeah, he didn't, he didn't pull any punches, but they greenlit it. Just like with Talking Smack, they let him just say what he wants. Just like Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee does not give a fuck. <laughs> nope. I like the fact, I'm looking at this uh, match here. Shane Thorne. That's, I'm trying to remember who's the guy who has that as his. I've seen that entrance video before with the doors and the thing. Well, with that like spiral shit, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Another wrestler has that. I think it's in like, and he has like Zack Ryder's font on his back. Uh, and tattooed on his pelvis, apparently. Guessing. Yeah, it was somebody right. from. Oh, it was somebody from uh, a freaking. Uh, Progress. I can't remember who, but yeah, never mind. Keep going, Travis. I'm gonna shut up. Yeah. Um, yeah, Craig, jump in. Jump back in. You gotta. I, uh, uh, did we do your question? Any? I think we sort of. Well, I you did a just, definitive. Uh, I'm just gonna follow you're, on the corporate shit. I don't. To do the question justice. So. Okay. But right, uh, moving on, Matt, offering it, uh, Matt, I don't, I might should do this on Messenger, but may I suggest that you guys have two East Coast casts per week, one previewing no, no. Wednesday night. Nope, you can't suggest that. No, fuck out of here. Eat and a then dick. That ain't happening. Friday, Fuck Friday, when you. they do the thing on the thing from 
thirty to eight o'clock with Rick. New eight. Just saying. No, no. I'm just saying. Whoa. 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 I love you guys. Thank you for taking my call. Talk no problem. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like a lot of a lot of my life would end if I had a six to eight early shift and then a late shift. I mean, I can listen while I'm doing other stuff, but if I gotta be, yeah, Craig, you trying to kill me? Can I make a suggestion? No, fucking guy. Why? Why are you mixing Craig and Kylan's voice? That ain't right. Oh, that wasn't even. That wasn't. Mm. That wasn't. That wasn't the Kylan. Ford was right. I, I think you did it. War um, games. All-State Arena. Damn, I got all these future songs on here? <laughs> Damn. Yeah. 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 Astronaut. Astronaut. Kick it, play with Sailor Run. Watch how I walk. I'm telling you how serious it is. A lot of goddamn future songs in here. Wait, 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 wait. Bleep, blorp, sad, gorp. No, extra bleep. Extra bleep, more blorp. Yeah, see, I told you. More bleep, less blorp. Oh, there it is. Maximum bleep. They about to make me for bragging. 5% on the wagon. DJ Eskimo City, the coolest DJ on the motherfucking planet. Yeah, it's me from Australia and I'm an alien. Eskimo, the coolest DJ in the world. I sit by the cover, this shit is so muddy, but I love it, baby. When I jump out the whip, when I hop out the whip. DJ Eskimo, Wicked, the coolest Wicked. DJ on the motherfucking planet. Alright. Wicked tones, you know. That's, uh. Woof. Hey, look at that. Brian's on the line. Let's go out to Phoenix. Oh, Brian got some jokes too. I saw Twitter. Oh, they weren't about me, were they? No, no, they were about me. Oh, my okay. alleged uh, Russian side piece and uh, my activation. I wasn't going to take his call if they were about me. So, cool. Brian! <laughs> Welcome to the show. What hey Trav, hey Riches. Um, is Cam? I just dialed on. Is Cam already gone off? Uh, already off? Yeah, he's, yeah he, he had something come up. Yeah, fifteen minutes ago. I don't know what happened. Okay. Hey, yeah. first of all, I hope you both have a real good night. And unlike last week, uh, I will send an email. Are, are you actually going to do the uh, VIP portion since you and Rich are on now, Trav? Yeah, Rich just jumped on. Good question. For, for the most part. Oh. <laughs> no, I mean, we're gonna do it. Yeah, we're gonna do it. I'm just being. I'm being a huge. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it was funny, Rich, listening to you talk, uh, Russian to, uh, Valentino yesterday on, um, Wade Keller podcast. Listen, I don't know, y'all doing, like, Pittsburgh, because Pittsburgh people do the same thing with, like, Evgeny Malkin, they call him Gino. His name was Valentin. Oh, he did, oh, he said Valentin, okay, and I said Valentino, yeah, yeah he did but, say Valentin. Yeah, like, they, they do that here in Pittsburgh, it's like, hey, my name is Evgeny Malkin, it's like, Gino, Evgeny G. Yep, ye okay. I give up. I'm I'm Gino. Mm-hmm. Like nice. the first time his parents came here from Russia to see him and people were calling him Gino, they were like, Wait, who? 
is that they paid the checks. It's fine. The mission's successful. I mean, he is a great hockey player and even better man. <laughs> so um, I'm, I'll mention a couple things real quick, and I'm sure Darrell is ready to uh, take over the show. Um, I, I'll be, again, I hope you both have a real good night. So I'm not sure Thanks. if you talked about this, um, Trav and Rich, but what's going to happen with Morrow when um, NXT goes to two hours and it'd be live? You know, I'm a huge Morrow fan, but um, is it going to be? You know, live? I'm sure he's... Is that a, is that happening? Yes, that... sir. They said it's going to oh. be live. That's why they got the fifty million dollars a year for production costs. Okay. Oh my God. So that Which came somehow, out today. Like. Mm-hmm. Oh, that came out when they announced it. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be live, and Morrow said he's going to be there every week. Okay, good. Cool. Um, what else do I have? Oh, you know what? One thing that happened on Raw, Raw, is that the second week in a row they did it where um, they had Booker, Booker T, on Skype, you know, commenting about one of the matches. And last week they did um, Stone Cold came on, and I just mm-hmm. I thought really the main reason why Stone Cold was on, of course, was like to hype the, the, his program that debuted it last week after Raw. But I kind of yeah. like this if they have they invite like legends to come in, you know, you know, come on Skype, you know, and talk about a, a match or talk about an angle or something like that. I think that's a pretty good technique to use. Yeah, it's if you watch cable news, it's done there, so it's not like, oh, this is cheap hack kind of uh, bad product. Like, no, this is this is how people communicate in the 21st century, and you know, like it's fine, it works. <laughs> Oh, uh, heck, you got his women with him, too? Yeah, you got his women with him. Yeah. Damn, they rolling him out on the couch with the wheels. <laughs> wow. I hope they lock them wheels in place so it don't go rolling. They better not. They better. They're going to have him going down the ramp <laughs> like Jack Ryder. Uh-oh. <laughs> he got the taco meat uh, out. Mm-hmm. Nice. But uh, <laughs> he's got the stunt double for Tessa Blanchard over there. Oh my goodness! Who the red redhead? No, the one behind red. Great John McGraw. Wow. Hmm. She looks like a slim night Jacks for real, for real. Oh he my God! Merch? You know who she looks like? No, he's doing the the, the priceless joke. So like T-shirt thirty dollars. Oh okay. The glove. <laughs> Look at that glove. By pinning Pete Dunn, UK's very own Pete Dunn, priceless. <laughs> I'll take them all. Is this a gangbang in your window? Yeah, I guess that he's up on top. Oh my and god. And he does the best on top. Oh, and the ladies giggled. I I don't even know how to accept that one. Look at his gloves. Look at his lacy, dainty That's gloves. That's what I said. Oh, my goodness. And look at his earring. Don't look your lips at, at, at us, Dream. What are you doing, sexy bastard? What's happening here? Wait, what? Oh, no. Oh, no. You're Yeah, you're ahead of me, so I just caught that. Uh-oh. Why do you call him Rod Dick? Never mind. They about to wheel him out again, aren't they? Yep. Oh my god. <laughs> that, was his, that was his appearance. Oh my gosh, she is fine as shit. That is so much swag right there. 
so she Brian, looked like you were uh, saying. <laughs> uh, Malin Ackerman. I'm sorry. That's who it is. She looked like Malin Ackerman. I don't know who that is. Uh, no, I was. Uh, I'm good actually. I don't have anything else right now. Um, I'll like I said, I'll drop an email to yourselves, and um, hope you both have a real good night. It's always good talking to Rich and and I'm uh, Craig. Sorry, I heard you when I just came on, too. And, Cam, hope everybody has a real good night, Trav. And always, Trav, I appreciate you having me on. And I think there's, of course, enough uh, – NXT have enough people to fill two hours every week without you know mm-hmm. burning everybody out. I think it's not going to be an yeah. issue at all. I still will watch NXT before I watch AEW. I'll watch NXT first. But I'm looking forward to, um, to, I'm looking forward to both. And uh, that's all I have, guys. Appreciate it, as always. Awesome. Thanks, man. And that's uh, Brian from Phoenix. Um, do you have anything uh, going on? Well, you always have stuff going on. Give a give a solid, full throated plug to whatever to whatever you've uh, you're doing at the moment and in the future. Uh, Rich, wow, that sounds exciting, Travis. Jeez, um, what? I'm kidding. You're like you're the full throat. I was like, are you velveteening me right now? Give Is a this a velveteen situation? Do I need to deep, call, call towards you? See? Snuggle the balls as you as you tell no, your plug. No, no, <laughs> not Get gonna work. HR. Uh oh. Street <laughs> profits next week. Street profits next week. Montez Ford. Yeah, that is a that's a president. That's a presidential pose. And yo, his beard is sharp, yo. That's that's a really good uh, good looking beard. He's got to going mm-hmm. on. Uh oh. Who's in a riot? So we already lost our best riot squad. Oh wait. Oh that's right, he still has the right, he still has the theme. Okay. Billy and Dane. I ain't messing with him. Leather daddy. Yeah. But go ahead, tell what what do you what do you got going on? Okay. So next uh to this week, uh because of work the next few weeks, the deep dive is going to be pre-recorded, so don't look for us live. This week, I'm going to have Dom from WrestleZone. We're going to talk about our experience in Vegas, whatever topics he has in general for wrestling, and then kind of meander from there, our shared love of Pittsburgh wrestling. Uh, next couple weeks, I'm going to be doing video game reviews with uh, Sean Radican for uh, Deep Dive X, you know, Radican Worldwide. We're going to be reviewing, uh, let's see, FIFA 20, WWE 2K20, um, the new game that's going to be based off of, uh, what movie that just came out, that's going to be coming out, Uh, The Double Tap, uh, 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 the the zombie movie, Zombieland, Zombieland 2 Double Tap, and we got a couple other games lined up and some other things we're going to be reviewing, that's pretty fun, so that'll be fun, and finally, uh, I guess doing some time travel, check out my appearance last night on the Wade Keller Pro Wrestling Post Show where we talked SmackDown. My defense of the idea of when they like you is different because when Wade replied, I had a lot of people in my mentions. Uh, and I cited you as an example of when they like you is different because you could call my wife a corporate shill and she'll just giggle and say, oh, Travis. And once I said that to Wade, he kind of understood because he took it as me trying to take a shot at like Roman. Like Roman can't do minimal moves like Cesaro. But I was just saying in general. Like <laughs> I lived through it. Like, hey Travis Bryant. Hey Melissa, let me eat half your sandwich. Oh Travis, you must be hungry. <laughs> I go for a French fry, I get shanked. 
Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, Too much paprika in the salad. Oh, I did say that last night. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate you. Mark from Ontario just sent me a message because I said uh, com- the complaints about uh, – literally the timing of him saying that. I mentioned that you could call her a corporate shill, but if I said there's too much paprika in the salad, I'm getting a Yakuza kit. Did Did Mark from Ontario message you? Is, is that what happened? Yes, mm. must, it did. Must be it nice. did. Because must when be nice someone likes you, it's different. It's different. <laughs> But yeah, that's what I got going on. That was perfect time. That was brilliant. And are we going to wait for VIP? But I think we should on the free end talk about coming soon, our project, because I'm very excited yeah. about that artwork. Yeah, we, um, <clears throat> as some uh, might be familiar, we're the, the Historic Materials show debuts on the BBC and HBO this fall, I think. It's November 3rd of the official date. Daphne Keene on Instagram or something said November 3rd. So I'm going with November 3rd. I wish it was goddamn October 3rd, but whatever. We'll deal with it. You know, that just gives us more time to prepare, I guess, silver lining. Um, Is that Sunday or Wednesday? um, November 3rd? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's see. September, October, November 3rd is a Sunday. Uh, and it's Daylight oh, Savings uh, Day. Or night, or whatever. So Could that's you imagine Saturday. if it had been a Wednesday? I would have died. Well, no, they're not going to put a damn show like that on in the middle of the week. Certainly mm. not the HBO distribution side of things. And there's some dispute that it's not going to start. It's going to start earlier in the states. It's going to be staggered by a few weeks in the UK, which doesn't make any fucking sense because it's a damn BBC show. It's only being distributed by HBO in the states, and th- right. I think there might be very minimum financial stuff in there for HBO. But it's just really how the people in the states watch it. Oh, they can watch it through HBO. So I don't understand why it would be it would start here in November and not start there till December. It could just be this <clears throat> rumor bullshit. I'm in a his dark materials group, and you know how the internet. Yeah, that's a good it, group. It is. I mean, and I I feel bad because I don't get a chance a lot with work, especially with orientation and welcome week. Starting up certainly fast. better, but, but you got. Oh no, go ahead. No, I was no, just no, gonna continue. say it's just really cool that. I feel bad because I see a lot of your responses and some other folks, and it's really, really, really in depth. It's not just like kind of you know with wrestling sometimes be like, uh, blah 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 blah. Like this wrestler sucks. This wrestler rocks. With her, it's with, I mean with this group, it's like, hey, let's talk about this chapter of the book and how you feel it might translate to the screen. Mm. Yeah, I mean it's That's got really cool. uh, you know like three five thousand people in it. It's maybe not even that many, but it's a decent amount of knowledgeable people. It's better than this one one group I'm in, and it's so boring. Nobody talks. The only things are like when they add people, you'll get like a welcome to the group thing, and then that's it. Nobody has conversation mm-hmm. about the show or the book or the upcoming show or the books or nothing. But in the one that, and I only added you and Friday in that one because I'm like, oh, this is a lively group with people that. 
mm-hmm. no stuff and well, yeah so so uh yeah we're doing the, we're calling our podcast the the demon dust podcast and uh chuck our in-house uh east coast cast south congress uh in-house artist uh hooked us up with the first sketch the first draft sketch of the uh, podcast art and it is amazing because chuck is yeah. fucking amazing amazing artist <laughs> so if you're familiar with anything we've done and ever lost I mean, in the ink i mean all of our stuff i mean there's some of the early early east coast cast stuff that was done by sting i think uh i think uh danny cooper did did one or two of our banners but the bulk of the later stuff is is all Chuck and I mean you when you see it it's all his style, uh, and yeah so it looks great that got me really excited, even more excited once you know when I see the art and I've been hassling about it him about it <laughs> for the last uh, couple of days like yo you're gonna get me that sketch you said you were gonna get me that sketch what happened to that sketch hey I'm about to go to sleep before I go to bed you wanna hit me with that sketch. <laughs> <laughs> and then he hit me with the sketch out of blue, like ah, here's the sketch, and it was well, well worth the wait. And I can't wait till uh, till it's all the way done. And I'm glad he's got time. I mean, really, that is a silver lining about the show not starting till November. Um, so that means we won't. I guess it, there's really no need to put out those uh, unless we want to do four preview shows. You know, I mean, we can. There's there's content there, just like you know I had the two episodes, the introduction and the follow up. But I think it might want to read just, the idea of the trilogy, like talk about where we're coming, why we're doing it, uh, like the crap. That's a nice German suplex. Uh, the other notes you had, and then maybe we we do like a a, a listener email. What things are looking oh, forward I'm to glad you things. said that because I've been saying I need to set up a damn email for for that and yeah so I'll do that tonight but yeah so that's that's happening so look forward to that and you you won't have any choice but to look forward to it because we're going to talk about it and, and indeed you the closer it gets yeah so and, and we and we learned from uh, we learned from uh, Emerald City and so the first episode reviewing the show will not be longer than the show itself. Or or double longer than the show. Or double, like, yeah, in that case, yeah. It was a smooth. No, 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 no. I, who was the person who mentioned it to you first? It was like, how did y'all do a show that's an hour in like two and a half hours? It was, yeah. I think, and oh, okay. So shout out to I've been listening to. I mean, because it's really what I do. I mean, I, I, I listen. Uh, I like review shows. Um, so I'll listen to. Um, Craig put me on a Super Tuesday, so I'm catching up on. I just watched the Elseworld crossover, uh, so I've been so I'm at that point, and then I go back and you know then I listen to Chris and Deepom, and then I listen to uh, Shane and the Doctor uh, for the Supergirl yeah. uh, reviews, and just really like learn like okay, what is it about these shows that I like, right, and just there's no need to be trying to do a scene for scene like breakdown of random episode. 
Right. It's a really, really important scene in, you know, an episode. Like, okay, but not like, okay, this is how it started, and then two hours later, this is the last scene. So I don't want to get caught up in in that. So I've just really been taking to heart, like, okay, we got to keep this show tight 40, 45 minutes, hour most. And uh, so, yeah, so really listening to, to, to the MTR network folks and and uh, and uh, even to a lesser extent, uh, after Buzz TV, they have a good, a really good Supergirl panel because I watch their uh, their after shows. So just learning from folks that I like. Like, okay, what about them that I like? And trying to incorporate that because I know I'm long winded and fucking got a big mouth. So, and that's not always fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. Shows will not be double or triple the actual length of the broadcast, and that's all on me. I don't even want to try to put that off on Rich or anybody else who can't. All right, Cam kept our Flash and Preacher shows pretty tight, but again, that's his. That was his shit. Everything that was mine, it's like right. <laughs> going back to the early East Coast audio shows. Like, how did y'all do eighty-eight minutes on the ECW? <laughs> that was the big. That was yeah. the big one. Eighty-eight minutes for. 44 minute show <laughs> People were baffled um, So yeah So that look forward to that as I said So alright Let's uh, go ahead and wrap this thing up With our final caller And uh, bring on to Whoa, What's going on here What's up man My bad my bad my bad How you doing today Trav and Rich Doing all right. Pretty good, pretty good. I will have to run though in a minute because I got to get ready for my studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I understand that. And y'all, but the, but that don't mean you slow down, D. Trav. I apologize. Oh man, there's no problem. But you, Trav, and Cam, man, and y'all extra shows. I'm I'm done with it. Unless y'all pull in <laughs> at least a month and a half for three months in the show, I come in after that. Y'all get a brother heart all up into the show, then y'all just abandon it like it's um, a piece oh, of old, uh, oh, old oh, oh, um, oh. poo nanny. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. I'm about to do one of those views of uh, whatever, whatever, because you never got that on my... Oh, shit, he bleeding from the mouth. I don't want to throw Cam under the bus, but you never got that... You never got no... Uh... Blood and guts. Damn, he pinned him clean. Wow. You never got none of that on my end. None of my shows just abruptly end with no explanation, not even to the co-host. Not that the co-host is better still I li- a year. I listen to the Emerald City podcast. I listen to the Flash and all and the Preacher podcast. And what is the difference? And what what happened with the Emerald City podcast compared to the others? Emerald City the Emerald City podcast ended with the damn show. We can't do more Emerald City yeah. podcasts because they were there Emerald City. There's been plenty of preachers. There's been plenty of flash shows. I was, I'm, I am very willing to, yo, when Cam's, I think, it, I don't remember if it was when the Goose Down was coming back or not coming back, but debuting or he was get that was an idea. But he like bought up like, or something. I forget, it might not have had nothing to do with that, but I legit thought, Oh shit! Are we bringing fan by fan back? Like, and he's like, no, I'm not bringing that shit. I was like, oh 
fuck, I was crying, I was like, all, I was upset all over again, like, oh, damn, I thought we was, <laughs> I thought we was getting the band back together, but no, so yeah, so don't, don't think the, that was, if there was, if it was, <laughs> if it was up to me, I'd, uh, there would still be a, an active fan by fan preacher show, flash show, maybe even another show added on. Oh shit, Matt Riddle ain't done. So Well I'm gonna ask you guys Cam this is, question. Cam is firmly under the you, um, under, you, un, under the entire bus now. <laughs> well I'm gonna ask you guys this question before is especially before Rich go um I hope you guys were one of the people that put up that um fake Instagram disclaimer. Yo, um, did you see me coming at my mom like, yo, my, shut the fuck up with this stupid shit. Yo, when I see my Facebook memories from like 09, 2010 of me doing similar shit, you know, like, they do not have permission to use blah, blah, Like, shut up, you idiot. That's, well, okay, you, I was, the app was new to me. We didn't know all, you know, it's a decade later. Like, just to be that naive is just. It's like how I got mad at people with the damn face app, you know, to turn people old. Oh, the Russians got your information. Motherfucker, they had our information on MySpace. Stop playing. Like, what is wrong with you? You you give all these apps your 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 access to your mic and your contacts and all this shit, and you're worried about this one particular app. You're saying they got your information on an app that got all your information. Like, shut the fuck up. Facebook does not, or Instagram does not have my permission to use this in litigation, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'll stop it. I came up my mom, like, why are you, what are you, what are you doing? Just in case. Just in case what? <laughs> like, so when something happens, you're going to be like, well, August 20th, 2019, if you go back on my social media, you'll see. I posted that, and they're going to be like, case this <laughs> I said, I said, people don't even read the terms and conditions on on the, um on anything. People read they tell you. so much terrible shit that we would not believe if somebody read off line by line all the like nefarious stuff that we've agreed to. <laughs> I'm sure my firstborn is you know out there in in somebody's you know cachet just waiting to be you know like you said when you signed up for the fucking uh, you know for tender that. <laughs> Any baby that comes out of these couplings, <laughs> you said you swiped. You said yes. Like, God damn, they're stealing babies. See, see that my thing about people, um, people only um, doing stuff because it's popular and not having an opinion of their own and sure. stuff like that. I got the face app because it's popular. I want to see what I look like as an old man or whatever the, so, the, the software could come up with. Like everybody well, else, but different. the thing that's, 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 that's kind of like, you know, like that's any different from all the little stupid games that you might have on your phone or apps and stuff. Like it's just like, fam, stop it. I'm just saying about what people will believe. Just because and you see celebrities putting it up on their stuff, and just because In celebrities case. or people like that put it up, that, that's why other people like. Well, if they do it, I need to do it too, and I believe this stuff. <laughs> like <laughs> the first line of the terms and conditions of our terms of usage on Instagram is that they have control of whatever pictures. They own or anything you can post. 
<laughs> until you dis, until you um, cancel your account, and then they still own what you previously post. They just won't own anything else. <laughs> I say people are stupid, and then they don't have to tell you if they're doing something with it. They don't have to because you agree to it once you accept the um, you accept your account and start posting. That was the most funniest thing I I done seen for the past few days. <laughs> yep. I, I said that's amazing. My homeboy put it up. I said, "Bro, you, hey, hey, delete that post, bro. <laughs> don't don't <laughs> fall for that. <laughs> don't you do it." <laughs> he said, "Why, man?" I said, "Man, <laughs> go ahead." Oh, I didn't mean to cut, cut your story off. But do you follow? Uh, oh, go ahead. Do you follow? Uh, it's not it. I can't think. Of, it's like Puble all the way. The fuck is his name? Uh, P U B. Oh, pub pubby Longway. Yeah, I do. You do? Oh, okay. All right. You didn't sound too enthusiastic. It's pretty funny. Oh no, man. Oh no, man! I'm just saying. Yeah, I do. I follow a lot. I follow. Yeah. It. Hey, man! <laughs> you gotta know I be on it. <laughs> it's actually it says few. Oh, oh, never mind. Okay, yeah. No, I see. Um, he just got. I, I'm just. He's he's hilarious. If you didn't, I was just going to suggest you. Uh, you do, but if you're matter of fact, everybody go follow Pubby Longway. P U B B Y. L O N G W A Y. Pubby Longway. He's hilarious. But, uh... All right. So, yeah. So, so, so um, to talk about wrestling, um, I see what everybody else is talking about and stuff like that, but I still haven't heard anybody. What I care the most about is are these people from NXT going to get a raise? We were talking about that a little bit. Yeah, I'm just saying, though, you know, that's not even a big thing. People worried about if Vince going to take over and stuff like that, which I don't think he's going to ever do because that would be him admitting that it's a real war when he's only trying to keep it so far away from him to make it not seem like it's in in his intention that it's a war. So for him to go and try to put his faux pas or whatever on NXT would be admitting that it's something more than what he wanted to be. Damn. So I don't think that will ever happen. I think he'll get involved if they start outdrawing Raw or get <laughs> close to Raw. That's when he'll get in because anything else, Getting in would be admitting failure. And you're talking about Vince, who never admits failure. He don't even let his announcers admit that they failed at something. They just stop talking about it. So no way a man who won't admit failure at anything go and start, we start hearing word that he's at NXT taping <laughs> in the gorilla position. Tearing up, doing tearing up the script 90 minutes before they go live. Yeah, that's, that's that's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. And if you if you listen to the deal, and this is why I ask, are these people gonna start again? 
are raised sooner than later because when they announced the deal and they said it's, they're getting 50 million a year, they said a minimum of 50 million. Mm-hmm. So they have the right to, they have the right to increase the amount year by <laughs> before this year over with. So it could go all the way up to a hundred million dollars, especially if they meet numbers and they the best show on that day and stuff like that. And then if they drawing like a point eight, point nine in the um you know the eighteen to thirty nine demographic, so we could say in two to three months that they could have got a hundred million dollars for this show. Mm. My whole thing is how are these people not getting. <laughs> Not getting the raise. Yeah, no. Because you know some it, people it, make a will, It will come up. I mean, if you if you're talking about it, if we we talked about it earlier. You damn straight that you think uh, Io Shirai or whoever the fuck you know and down in NXT making under a hundred thousand dollars is going to be thinking about it. Like here we are on network you know, TV, girl, two, hours a, two hours a week every week. Okay. Why isn't NXT UK on? It's it's they're doing Seth Rollins Chronicle. Uh, NXT just went off, uh-huh. but NXT UK didn't come on. Sometimes they do that for a second, and then they'll show it a little bit later. Uh. Yeah, do that sometimes. But um, yeah, man, it's just you know, and I I heard Craig talking about them mixing NXT UK. I think you'll put NXT UK as the big show to start coming on um, to take that 8 o'clock spot that NXT used to be on since they're going to have it delayed to Tuesday. Uh, or not Tuesday, but Thursday. Once the Wednesday start and stuff like that. So they'll probably try to have that as the new calling point for it. Uh, for the network and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But NXT proper has over 82 people on a roster, and that's male and female together, mm-hmm. that have been on TV, on NXT TV. So their roster is 82 deep right now and have been on. So, and it's and probably another roster probably that, super deep. Yeah, and then they probably got another 50 or 80 that can at any moment, you know, that that they can then start peppering in as new new newcomers to TV and, you know, enhancement talent. Well, however, you know how, how, how it works. So. Yeah. So that depth again, they got crazy. everybody. If you, yeah. Because of what? The super indies? Like, okay. Now, you know the women's uh, roster uh, from Raw and SmackDown. Now, I'm going to um, tell you the female roster, the women's roster on NXT starting day one. You got Rhea Ripley, Aaliyah, Blanca Belair, Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, Deanna Perrazzo, Io Shirai, Jasmine Duke, um, Casey Cassaro, Marina Shavir, Mia Yim, Shayna Baszler, Tanara Conti, Vanessa Bourne, Zia Lee, um, Chelsea Green, Kavita David, MJ Jenkins, Lacey Lane, Rachel Evers, Rena Gonzalez, Tia Knox. That female roster right there is pretty deep. 
yeah. So people who and a few people who you can make stars and how it looks like and how it's playing out to be, you gonna have what Shayna Bay? You gonna have a few women stars that's already up there, and you got to think about it when they go to TV and people see the athleticism of Bianca Belair. You're going to be attracted to it. You're going to want to come to it. <laughs> I, I'm just looking at it. It's going to be hard to, for the other WWE shows to compete because I'm thinking about them competing with themselves because I think AEW is going to get whoever they get regardless. You know what I'm saying? And there ain't really going to be too much of a competition there. You know, the show starts getting out of hand because they could have some problems. And I would love to ask you, how do you feel about them with all these comedy wrestlers? With the um, the signing the, the past few days ago of, on Orange Cassidy. I done seen a lot of his matches, a few of his matches. And he don't really, he ain't my cup of tea. I know he's a couple of other people's cup of tea. But he's not my cup of tea. That fighting with your hands in your pocket and stuff like that. Wrestling already, you got to display your disbelief. But you know what I'm saying? The way how he go, that's a little bit just too much for me. Sure, you know and I understand that. And they do have like, a lot of coming to like, like, I fucks with him, right? Like, as a as uh-huh. a gimmick, understanding that it's wrestling and uh, there, you know, there there is a purity test that I think... Uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes has to be applied, and if he's like one of your only gimmicks like that, like it's it's fine, and as long as he's not in any kind of serious thing, doing going for any titles or or anything, wrestling with his fucking hands in his pockets. But it's uh, but you know, like Cornette goes in on him, right? And I'm just like, <laughs> he's just not worth, like he's just not that egregious. But when you're surrounded by other silly gimmicks and nonsense, it does, it seems like, overkill. So, personally, I like the Orange Cassidy gimmick. Like, it, it, it's, like, compelling as shit to watch. Like, I, like, find it, like, I think it's cool, right? Done, done well. But I don't want to see him in, uh, in AEW doing serious shit with that gimmick. So my question would be with him and you a person who likes him and how how do you tell stories using him? Or do you just have him go out there and do the gimmick? He's um uh, I don't I I don't know. I think you you give you put it in the context of this is lighthearted and this is fun. This is the fun funny fun segment of the show right like it doesn't everything doesn't have to be super serious like that again it's wrestling we we have lighthearted breaks we have fucking too cool and all kinds of shit fandango and paul Burchill. <laughs> uh you know all all the time so you know pockets isn't uh you know orange cassidy isn't Again, just super egregious. Uh, but that's oh, yeah, up to that's up that. to the, just my, you know, the promotion. I know he ain't yeah, that that's... egregious. I know he's not. It's just up to the promotion I... to, to 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 who they want to match him up against, how how they frame him. Just just you know, just has to 
I don't know how, I don't have no answers how you can do it, but it can be done. It's up to you, y- y'all and y'all creative to like keep them interesting and have them out there as a, you know, a break in the action and the serious stuff. But as soon as he tries, you, you try to insert him into like serious shit. That was the problem with that Battle Royal. Like it had such high stakes and he had all these gimmicks and jokes and play wrestlers in it. Like what kind of shit is this? Hangman Page, the guy that you're, y'all going to give him the put, that y'all are giving the push, had the same amount of odds technically as the fucking fourteen-year-old kid, fucking uh, Marco Stunt, and the guy with no legs, and and the guy yeah. that wrestles with hands in his pockets, who's not really you know taking it seriously. Like that's not that's not cool. That's the issue. That's Ooh, the if problem. he put his shade, if he put his shades on you. Um, he um curse you with laziness. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that the extension, extension of the gimmick? That's all. yes, yeah. So now you're wrestling nonchalant. So it's so wait 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 wait. Does he then turn it on, or are you both wrestling nonchalant, like with your hands in your pockets? Both wrestling nonchalant. <laughs> it would be cool if it reversed, and that's when he got serious, and you all of a sudden. You know, we're super like slow and then give a fuck. But the way he get, can wrestle and not give a fuck at the same time is so awesome. It's just so fucking cool. Now, now his gimmick goes perfectly. And if he was doing 100 matches against um, Bevertine Dream, I watched the match between, in a ball between him and Bevertine Dream. And they got a little serious and they did the laziness. And you, you mixed in Bevertine Dream gimmick because it's perfect, because of who the dream is. That's why I think when Dream go on TV, it's going to be a hit. He's going to be an automatic hit for everybody because what he does can go with anybody. If mm. you can, I find you that link and send it to you. Yeah, that match was great. So I understand that and stuff like that. My whole thing is this. When October the 2nd come up and how it looks like NXT going with the story, and I feel like this is a perfect opportunity for the Undisputed Era to show everybody and to show people like Vince through NXT being on USA, how big of stars that they can be. Mm-hmm. Is if NXT come out there with Undisputed Era with all the gold, October the second, on the first show shows where they battling each other. Yeah. If you are AEW and you ain't star factions yet, so we don't know how stuff gonna be. But can you come out there with your champion, who might be um, Adam Page, coming up and starting the show against Undisputed Era? Because we could say Kenny Omega probably more popular than Adam Cole or something like that, or are they up there at the same? But you can't say when you put Undisputed Era together that Adam that Adam Page can hold the television eyes when it comes to those guys and the charismatic glow that they're um, coming off of them. That's what I want to see and what people expect. Who's going to open that show? Because I'm I'm pretty sure Triple H is going to open that show 
with Undisputed Era coming out. Well, Great Cam's idea going. was that on on that show, it's a big it's a big Adam Cole title uh, defense against uh, I don't know I forget if he I don't know if he said someone specifically, but he's saying you build that up to culminate on that show, and that's probably going to be the main event for that opening show. Adam Cole defending the. Oh, they NXT can start the angle. Oh, they can start the angle um, going towards because um, I don't think Survivor Series would have been by then. Would it? What um, no. War Games then? So yeah, so they would be starting to build to War Games by then. So hopefully, you start that show with something that's starting to War Games, and hopefully, all of them will have the titles. I know Cam said. Um, said Matt Riddle, but I think that Matt Riddle going to be the guy who's going to be the biggest baby face on that show after a few months. Who they're going to be building towards. And if you look at tonight, he took the loss, so you understand he's probably going to be all the way till October, all the way till War Games. He's going to be feuding with um, with uh, whatchamacallit, who he just lost to tonight. So, I oh, think they're going to be building uh, Killian Dane, yeah. So, they're going to be building him up to be the ultimate baby face to finally take over, you know, from at, from Adam Cole eventually and probably WrestleMania or something like that or be the person to battle him. So, maybe you can do a Kushida maybe or something like that because you got him down the line that you haven't really been using him a lot. As somebody you can build, and you know, just bring in different type of markets. Maybe, but they just haven't done eyes. anything with them, so I don't know. But it, but that's still a month and a half off, so maybe they try to build Kushida. But I don't I don't think so. They just haven't done enough enough with him. So yeah, and but. then you can start um, doing because what they take they have taped all the way towards until. Um, when they show up in September. So you can start sprinkling him in in September and building it up or something like that. And then you understand why Johnny didn't go up and stuff like that. So you can always use Johnny. Uh, you can bring back a big name like Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, I don't know if you can go back to Gargano after having this pretty big blow-off match a week ago. That seems like the end of that. Yeah. But you just build into a feud between if you're doing factions. And then, like they say, they have Pete Dunn, who's now um, officially NXT uh, proper. So you got all okay. that. That's why I don't see where you go. Um, they're going to do the mixing of um, superstars from Raw and SmackDown to come over from, you know, to come over to NXT to build because how they tell stories. You see them building already have stars that they potentially could build, and if you're in the attitude, and if you're doing the attitude arrow s type of thing, bringing people from Raw and SmackDown would be like bringing stars from the '80s and bringing them into when you got Stone Cold them and you're trying to build them up, uh, Shawn Michaels. So I want to see that you do that because I would think these stars today on NXT. They won't allow them, and they give them the attitude to feel like, well, we stars <clears> right <throat> now. We just haven't been seen yet. 
Yeah. yeah. And I think that's the case with a lot of them. And we're going to, it's going to, it's going to, it's, it's going to be a fun, a fun winter, fall and winter. I'll tell you that. So. Yeah. Hopefully they pay them guys though. Um, they will. I, I don't think they, have, they cannot risk. They cannot risk the goodwill, all the stuff that they've done, all the money that they've gotten. They can't risk having a bunch of disgruntled and then people look at like, what are they mad at? Oh, this is what they're mad at. Like people understood inherently, like uh, were on was on Vince Russo's side in October 1999 when he left and went to WCW. Like there's nobody in that situation that wouldn't take the deal that Russo took. They maybe they would would have gone about it a little differently. I say Russo gave them, uh, and I am not a fucking Vince Russo fan by any means. Um, but assuming he is not lying <laughs> when he says we wrote, we basically wrote two weeks of TV for them before we left. And so they, you know, like I, we didn't I don't leave and giving nobody no two weeks notice. So I understand that. Fuck two weeks notice. Well, I do. And this is different. Two weeks. And this is different. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Sure. But this is and but what he did was different than two weeks notice. He left on an, in an instant. He left with nobody knowing. But he left them two weeks worth of TV so they wouldn't be like in a giant lurch. They're still gonna be in a lurch when your top writers leave and shit, and you gotta scramble. But he didn't fuck them over like that. But I'm sorry when you say, hey, we're gonna double your workload and you don't get any compensation and you don't get any credit. Because remember, they were giving Shane McMahon credit that they were that they should have got. And it's like, I'm sorry, it might be petty, mm-hmm. but it's fucking human nature to be like, I did that. That guy didn't do it. That guy's a fucking joke. Nobody takes his ideas seriously. And I'm Vince Russo saying that Wouldn't shit. Wouldn't that be and considered I'm... plagiarism, almost? A, a, a type of plagiarism, like somebody taking credit for something that you wrote and you did? Um, like I mean, a goat, like, like if you're a you're... rapper, like, you I, see I, you got future. And somebody come up and, and Future is claiming that he wrote all his rhymes, but he had a ghostwriter on every um, track. Uh, track. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but can you sue somebody for that? If the go, if even mm. if the ghostwriter got and they fell out. Well, can... you from you from Philly, you from Philly, so you should even even know something about that because what the um Gilly, how Mika, he became. Oh. Um, oh, he's right there. Was his battle? His battle with Lil Wayne and like, hold on, son, I taught you. Yeah. <laughs> I taught you. Like you and sound it. like me. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you can to a point, but you know, you might not win, but you can make a point and win with the people. So, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, long as, but my question to you would. And I know some people might be like everybody should get paid the same, but I'm not that type of person. Mm. Um, do you think everybody should get paid the same, or it should be like pay scale? Does everybody like, draw the same? I mean, that's fucking stupid. Like, no, everybody shouldn't get paid the same. Everybody on a certain level, like if you're like everybody in NXT gets a base salary of sixty-five thousand dollars, blah blah blah, and here's a way to increase that to eighty-five and a hundred and hundred fifty, and here are the metrics that you that that will consider. Like, okay, but like once you're like 
main roster person and 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 you've you've proven your your draw and your ability. No, you shouldn't be getting something that some base level person should uh, got or is making. And that's not pocket watching. Okay. That's just like you know knowing your worth. That's why I'm saying now everybody that gets a contract should go. Well, I'm worth twice as much as Mike and Maria, so I want a hundred. I want a million dollars a year. Yeah, like sorry, but like if they're Velveteen getting five hundred. They're getting five hundred apiece. Um, Velveteen Dream should come in getting five hundred and one thousand dollars a year. <laughs> he should be making at least a dollar, <laughs> whatever he's making. And again, yeah, it's petty, but it's like I don't care. Fuck it. Well, it's not petty because what he on the two K commercial. We didn't even know mm-hmm. he was gonna be on the two K commercial. He on the two K commercial, right, right? So that means Mike, that he's Mike got damn Canellas, right? No, for sure. Yeah, like come on. But it so, but I, again, I don't think they can. I don't think they can risk the the nightmare, the PR nightmare it would be if here they are come January, come next WrestleMania season, March, they've been in this they've been in this newly found wrestling war for six months now and you've got NXT on 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 USA drawing two million viewers, million and a half, two million viewers a week, and the top folks on that show that USA pays fifty million dollars for are getting forty grand a year. To now wrestle all these times a week. I don't know how the house show schedule changes for NXT, uh, but it's going to be. It would be. A, it would be a nightmare. It would be chaos. And they're throwing around money. That's like, well, you better shore up these lower level folks' money because those are going to be the headaches, or could be. Just take care of them and don't let it become a fucking. When issue. do you do it though? When do you do it? Because like I said, they end. I don't know. You don't have to do it all. Like, look, to- you don't have to do it. I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say in the thing they said it's a minimum of fifty million, but it could go up to like a hundred million or a little bit over a right. hundred million. Right. So right. do you do it when they show that they can hit the numbers or they about to no. hit the numbers? No, it's not like WWE's waiting on that fifty million. No. WWE's not sitting around waiting on that fifty million dollar check to clear so they can pay everybody. Please. So the idea that like, no, 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 no. You can pay people, and then when that money comes in, it comes in. You don't have to be sitting here worrying like you're fucking, you know, some middle-class fucking family budgeting their money a month and two months out. Like, all right, well, we got to make sure that such-and-such such check comes in. Well, you know, I've been doing Uber on the weekends, and as long as that Uber, you know, how, you know how it is to budget money as a family or as, you know, just a human being. They're not doing that. They got tons of money in the bank that they can go. It, they don't have to all of a sudden blanket everybody gets a renewed contract or a bump up or whatever. You take care of the people that matter. You EO Shirai's, you go, here's what's on the horizon. You're going to be on TV more. You're going to be on this. Here's what we're going to pay you. And then for her to go, okay, thank you. I'll sign. Or, you know, for her to make some decisions, but you do that. You take care okay. of those folks. And then you just work your way down till you're, uh, until you're, till you're dealing with, uh, you know, uh, like your ACHs and even folks that haven't been on TV that are just in the performance center. And unfortunately, you know, they're the last to be to be taken care of because they're the last that matter, right, it, you know, in the moment. Okay, then, yeah. Okay, 
Okay, now when it comes to signing new people, now how does this change the game when it comes to now where you got AEW trying to sign talent and now you got NXT signing talent and they like, well, we on national TV too and plus probably they not going to still change their um, tour schedule because right now they do over 150 um, shows. And I ain't talking about the um, spot shows that they do in Florida. I'm talking about they do like 150 shows of regular touring when they go out to different states and tour, and they're selling out those big shows right there. So how do you – how does this affect now the, you know, the signing talent? Like, does it make AEW have to go up? With what they offer people now, possibly. I mean, I can't answer that question. I'm not the right person to ask that. I mean, maybe, possibly, probably. I should. Okay. I mean, again, if you're signing because some, that's... if you're signing somebody, it's individual. It's like who's worth what on the indies, who's who has potential to do what, you know. But if you're if you're if it's just generic ex wrestler being signed. uh I would assume that that stuff doesn't go up. Like if they're signing you to a performance center deal, it's like, well, you can only expect a certain amount for for something like that. If you you know, but it's 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 super. It's why wrestling is as good and awful as it is because they can be super flexible, but they also can be super flexible and you know. Mm-hmm. I figure whoever get the quickest new stars. Will probably get the uh, um, advantage get jump in this battle between mm-hmm. yeah because who come out it can make the more stars because right now we know who AEW stars are yeah and yeah it's just, we know like who said, NXT they need to, they need they need to they need to make the stars that they make the people they have on their roster into stars the ones that aren't like your Hangman Pages and your folks underneath him. Uh, and they need to somehow sign people that already have some kind of name that people care about, not like Sonny Kiss and Marco Stunt and even Orange Cassidy. Like, nobody's buying a ticket to see fucking Orange Cassidy. I'm sorry. So, you got to find a my way qu- to My other question, sign. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my then other question to you would be, okay, my, my, my other question to you would be is, what's your AEW now? Now that you see what NXT got for right fees, and AEW still haven't got paid right fees yet, what should they be asking TNT to pay? Man, I don't know. They're worth. I can't. I, well, I was supposed to say a million dollars or fifty million. I don't know. I don't know. That's not my. I can't. I'd be talking about stuff I don't, I don't, I don't I'm know. I'm just saying because you know, because you know, like when you look at like NFL contracts, basketball contracts, and stuff like that. Um, when like in the NFL right now, these wide receivers were waiting to get signed before um, waiting for one other guy to get signed before they signed. Like Julio Jones was waiting for um Mike uh, Michael Michael Johnson from the Saints to sign first, he, and vice versa. But end up Michael Johnson signed first. Now they set the market for somebody like Julio and Amari uh, Cooper and stuff like that. Now that NXT got a right fee, 
and AEW should be like, well, we feel like we made the lead. We similar to to WWE Raw and SmackDown, but you know, TN, um, TNT probably like, well, y'all ain't known yet. Y'all so gotta prove it first. We ain't yeah. gonna, you gotta prove it first. But now since NXT has signed for that, and they like, well, they ain't prove it, and they finna get could be up to a hundred million dollars, and y'all want us to be help y'all in this war and y'all battle between USA and stuff like that. So, shit, we got to be at least 150 to 200, <laughs> 200 million. I mean, I guess that's as solid logic as anything else. I don't, yeah, I guess. Yeah, but again, a, TNT could turn to them and go, turn, TNT could turn to them and go, okay, um, thank you for your opinion. Um, here's, the $20 million we agreed on or in principle, you know, whatever. Um, would you still like to have your, a show? <laughs> and they're going, yeah, okay. Because again, they yeah, ain't got nowhere true. to go. They're, they're, until they come on and make some noise and have a bunch of, mil, you know, ratings success, you know, then they can start making demands and stuff. But until then, you know, they can't. So, all right. So on that note, thanks to Rail. Appreciate you, man. Peace out, man. All right, so VIP folks, uh, click over, wrench, and I'll be by for another hour or so of content. Free folks, this is where the uh, the ride ends. Um, so uh, until next week, I'm going to play the whole song that I couldn't intro with because technology. Talk to you all next week. I love when it's hot. Turned to the city, I broke out the notch. Got some more millions, I keep me a notch. I created history, it made me a lot. He tried to diss me and any no fox. We call them chocolate, cause they gonna chop. Took her out of balance, cause the pussy pop. I run it like Nike, we got it on lock. Call it out. I'm the boss man in a suit with no tie. I can't be sober, I gotta stay high. Put me some syrup in the can and it's dry. Riding a special like Bunny and Clyde. Don't worry, baby, I keep me some fire. She named Nancy Burke and she cannot disguise. The ladies Mercedes will go to surprise. Don't sleep on Miss Lady, her pussy up prize. Digging her back while I'm gripping her side. Digging my back, this ain't regular size. You really floppy like Pelican guy. Bitch, you ain't slick, I can tell her disguise. Upgrade at my wrist, put a guess in the sky. She sing out my sauna and change her whole life. I turn on the goggle and work on her high. Everything litty, I love when it's hot. Turn to the city, I broke out the notch. Got some more millies, I keep me a knot. I created history, it made me a lot. He tried to diss me and any no fox. We call them chocolate, cause they gonna chop. Took a lot of fathers, cause the pussy pop. I run it like Nike, we got it on lock. K, money, K, K,
Turn that whole top close to a whole house. I'm a rest one, two bucks of blood out. 